What's up, ladies and gentlemen? That voice just like cracked there a little bit. That was kind of weird. I don't think I've ever had that happen. Have I ever had that happen? Before? I don't know. That's a that's a good question. That was I weird. Four hundred feels like four hundred episodes. Two hundred, dude. I don't know what's going on anymore. I'm fucking I, like when Justin. are fucking running right? together now. What the, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Almost five years, baby. Five what's years. up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to HS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Sports podcast. Um, this is episode two fifty eight for the week of October twenty third, twenty twenty two. How this week's episode is, and I struggled with this for a while. Um, I landed on Optic Enters Final Form, uh, the Halo World Championship 2022 post show. Beth with a 30 month resub. You get a woo! Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, SP Bombs, welcome to the live show. It says, Oh my, am I catching a live show? Someone pinch me. Oh, I'll pinch you, daddy. Uh, yeah, my name is Josh AKGK Fire. This week I'm joined by the man in the Optic Gaming hat, the champions, Optic Gaming. Yeah. Will, aka I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you doing on this Wednesday? Yes, Wednesday evening. Man, uh, I told you earlier, it's like the the post-event depression, you know? Yeah. The tournament was just so fun to watch. I'm missing it already. It was good. Yeah. It was good. But we're here to talk about it. Yeah. And I'm excited to go through it all, learn what you experienced out in Seattle. And uh, yeah, how are you doing? I'm great. great. I'm great. All right. Uh, it, uh, it, was a, it was a long but incredibly exciting weekend. And we, we got back to Minnesota yesterday. Um, we got back to Minnesota yesterday and uh, worked today. And uh, like Justin said earlier, tired, but we're here and... Really, I, I'm fucking stoked to talk about everything. Um, I'm going to say this before we kick things off. Uh, first up, welcome everybody to the live show who is tuning in live. Thank you so much for hanging out. Hope everyone's having a great night. Typically, we would do this on, on uh, Monday night, but again, we were I wasn't here in Minnesota on Monday, um, and we took just an extra day in Seattle. Uh, flew back early morning on Tuesday. Uh, so typically we would do the show on Monday. We're not doing the show Monday, obviously this week because of travel and everything. Um, so we're here now. And then also, um, yeah, I've already seen chat blow up, but please keep the chat rolling. Um, if you see something you want to talk, if we talk about something you want to talk about further, keep the chat rolling, do whatever you want to do. Um, just please be respectful is all I ask. Uh, so I just want to quickly run through here. Um, Justin, welcome Fox too quick. I know you said your phone's going to die, but Hey, wish you a best, wish you have a good night and, uh, we'll see you later. Briggs, Martin Ohms, voodoo man, legend C4, um, again, SP bombs, Ron Bergen Y justice, my wife, um, Beth, that fine guy says, hi guys. My dad says, hi, what's up fine guy. And what's up to fine guys, dad. Um, shout out teachers. Don't worry. I remember, um, peanut, Mutt, welcome back. Scott, good to see you. Uh, Alexis. Hey, good to see you. It's been a little while. Um, flexing the optic merch a little bit, you know, a little bit tools. Welcome back. Good to see my man. Pancakes. Hello. And, uh, Nurgly. See you're lurking. That's perfectly fine. You enjoy the lurk. Thank you for being here. Appreciate you as always. And then K Diddy K fucking Diddy says heads up. Title says 2002 post show instead of 2022. What if we want to go back in time? Are you fixing it right now? I got it. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Um, what if we just want to go back in time? But no, I greatly appreciate that. Thank you. And welcome to the live show. Good to see you. And then Brian with the 20 month, 27 month resub, you get a woo as well. Um, 
And I don't worry if you guys follow and all that stuff, I'll get to everybody at the end of the show as well. So please don't feel like you're being ignored because I promise you you're not. I see everybody love everybody. Let's fucking start this shit. Will, do you want to know what's on this week's episode of the show? What do we got? We're going to kick the show off with the main event, our Halo World Championship 2022 post show. Because fucking duh. Okay. The beginning of the HCS year two roadmap has been revealed. We'll talk about that. Snipe down. Oh my God. What? Retires from competitive Halo. And guess what? He signs to competitive Apex. Uh, this time though with a brand new uh, phase is entering the scene. Yes. So that is very cool to see. But yes, the worst kept secret around the world is true. Stipe Down is officially retiring. Well, has officially retired and is now officially signed. Um, still with phase, now with Apex. Tournaments are announced and recapped, and then Halo collaborations expand to something that I'm actually a little bit of excited. I'm a little bit excited for. I think it's going to be a good time. So without further ado, Will, let's get into our topic. Of this week's show, our Halo World Championship 2022 post-show. Um, we'll quickly run through some of the results for the FFA and the last Spartan standing. Um, Will, would you like to read through those for me? To put you on yeah, the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, last Spartan standing, we have the winner, right? It was. Uh, it looks like skills, I would, I would say. He had them to pay the bills. That he did. Yep. So congrats on taking home the last part in standing tournament. I think Envor got second. Okay. So notable name. Mm -hmm. So whoever skills is, congrats to you. There were some notable names throughout it as well. Corey uh, competed as well. I did hear that. Uh -huh. um, we'll move on to the FFA. In eighth place was Glozy. Seventh, Command Station. Sixth, Fluriously. Fifth, Reverbed. Fourth was tapping buttons. Noble took third. Porky J in second. And first place went, went to Bob. Yeah. So uh, if if you recall our pre-show, you would know that uh, I predicted a lot of incorrect things that happened over the weekend. Like a lot of incorrect things. Okay. But Justin was quick to point out something to me. I predicted the FFA winner correctly. You did. I did. Good I for me. Yeah, good for Congrats. me. You know, sometimes I get one. You know, that whole broken clock is right twice a day thing. It's true because not only did I get that first place win correct, I got the, the 4v4 first place win correct, but everything else was fucking bad. So there's that. And yes, Martin, shout out Command Station. That was fucking awesome of her uh, to make it all the way there, uh, make it to the grand final, um, put on a fucking show. It was awesome. Uh... Josh, you're going to mention using the damage over assist to make the finals for FFA that, for that eighth place player. Um, yeah, we could talk about that later on as well. Well, actually, you know, fuck it. We'll just say it right now um, because we're talking about FFA, you know? So there was a, um, yes, fine guy. I did. I said, uh, shout out to your dad. Shout out to teachers. And don't worry. I remember. Uh, so there was a little bit of a semi-controversy with the FFA where, um, Apparently they had changed the rules. Apparently they had changed the rules at some point in time during the season, like not, not at worlds, but like sometime during the season, I forget exactly when people can correct me if I'm wrong here. Um, where instead of using deaths, so like as the tiebreaker, right? So you would go kills, like, uh, kills, assist deaths, you know? Yeah. Instead of using deaths, it went by damage dealt. Okay. So whoever had the most damage dealt would then move on. Okay. 
and there was a there was a controversy around it. And Justin says post KC believes, so that would I think that lines up with what I heard as well. There was um, to make it to the grand finals, Glozy and another individual might have been Fluriously. Was it Fluriously? Again, correct me if I'm wrong here, folks. Uh, Glozy and another individual had the same amount of everything, but since it came down to damage dealt and not deaths, Glozy moved on where the other individual did not. So there was a little bit of a controversy there. And uh, yeah, that's how, that's how the, the cookie crumbled. Interesting. You know? So, um, and then that, I believe that individual, oh, it was damage versus assist, not deaths. Okay. My apologies. See, I'm, my head is scatterbrained right now. I apologize. Um, so yeah, instead of going by assist, it would go by damage. Okay. And I, 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 Again, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was Fluriously. I think it was Fluriously. Either way, the, the individual like said that they weren't told, like they weren't shown the updated rule book to show that that change had taken place. Um, So th- there's no way to really dispute it. But I mean, hey, you got to do what the admin says anyway. And like I said, apparently the thing came, happened after KC. So take that for what you will. Um. An unfortunate situation, but if it is in the rules, then fuck it. It's in the rules. Either way, congratulations to Popster. And then also, um, Legend, we can talk about that during the portion where we talk about our overall thoughts for the event. I don't disagree, though. And then Voodoo says, I think it was the first time a female has made FFA finals in a decade. Yeah, she fucking played lights out. She was awesome. She was awesome. I can't tell if there's a spider on my ceiling or not. That's besides the point. I don't know why I said that. I just looked up and it was fucking... You see what I'm talking about next right to the up light there? up there? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to throw something at it? No. Guys, I told you. Scatterbrain right now. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. Okay. Uh, let's talk about the play-in bracket, though. So the four teams to make it out of the play-in bracket, um, two out of the four I didn't expect. Um, Fnatic and Ascend advanced from winners. Okay. So Ascend had a feeling they were going to make it. You know, that's what we predicted. Yeah. Uh, Fnatic, though, no. And Fnatic didn't stop there, which was even crazier to me. And then um, Complexity and Jaylings moving on from losers. I wasn't expecting Jaylings to move on. Um, but, yeah. So that that means, ladies and gentlemen, that means that Space Station and the Chiefs and alt, so Space Station, the Chiefs, Alter Esports, and Divine Mind did not qualify for pools at Worlds. Therefore, did not technically qualify for Worlds at all. Okay? So that sucks. Uh, but hey, it's how the fucking cookie crumbles, you know? So here's how the pools shook out. Oh, boy. Again, a lot of wrong things happening here and from the prediction side, Will. But, uh, you know, <laughs> here we go. Pool A was Optic Gaming taking first 3-0. Native Red. Native Red, 2-1. Oxygen Esports in third going 1-2. and two In complexity, not winning a single pool play game, but this was kind of expected. I didn't expect them to go further anyway. 0-3, they're eliminated from the tournament. Bye-bye. Group A did turn out to be the group of death. It was crazy. Pool B, Cloud9, 3-0, expected. 
G1, 2-1, expected. Jaylings, 1-2, not expected. And Team War, 0-3. I wasn't expecting that. But then again, I wasn't expecting Jaylings to make it to pools anyway. So who the Same. fuck am I? Yeah. You know? uh, the Cinderella story from Orlando, Orlando is over. It is. It Very quickly. Abruptly. Yep. So Team War eliminated from the tournament. Bye-bye. Pool C. Phase 3-0. Expected. G2, 2-1. Expected. Fnatic, 1-2. and two. I didn't expect them to make it anyway, so there's that. And then TSS Esports going 0-3. I hear they're a crypto scam. They're eliminated from Worlds anyway. Bye-bye. And then Pool D. Sentinels, 3-0. Expected. United, 2-1, expected. And here's where I fucking thought it was going to happen, and God damn it, I was right. Woo! Ascend, 1-2. and two. And yes, this means that they were in the same pool as Na'Vi. And you know what happens when Ascend plays Na'Vi? What happens? Josh? Na'Vi loses. Na'Vi. Every single fucking time, Na'Vi loses. And not only did they lose that game, they lost 0-3 in the pool. They were eliminated from the tournament. Uh, Bye-bye. So, that, that means Complexity, Team War, TSS Esports, and Navi are all eliminated from the tournament right off the bat because while the format did change, only it only changed for the third-place team in the pool which means that the third place teams would move on, but would start in losers round one, but the fourth place team would be eliminated. And there is that logic. Welcome back. Good to see you. And don't worry. You're not very late. It's okay. It's okay. Bracket play. Yeah. So optic just ran house. Okay. Um, optic three Oh G one in round one. Mm-hmm. Three owed Sentinels in the semifinal. And we'll talk about native in a minute <laughs> because uh, the shit happened on their front. Uh, Sentinels three owed G2. Okay. So this was expected, right? This, this was expected. Yeah. You know, you have, you have two of the greatest teams in the world going up against two that were kind of like really kind of hitting their stride, right? Leading into this event a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So in G1 and G2, uh, G1 and G2 get sent to losers. They weren't really able to put up much of a fight against these teams. There's that. Okay. Let's go to the other side of the winner's bracket here. Uh, FaZe Clan went up against E United. And yes, again, predicted this match was going mm -hmm. to happen. Yeah. Yep. The finally, we got the match we all wanted to see happen. And man, oh man, did this thing fucking deliver. It was so good. Up until the very last moment, we had a game five slayer, ladies and gentlemen. And E United were on top. They're winning the game, Will. Yep. But you know what? The better team prevailed. Ryan Noob's big brain plays couldn't save him. Not this time. Not this time. No. Especially when you have such pure dominant slayers on that phase roster. Phase won the series 3-2 to send United losers. I wasn't expecting to be that close. I was happy that it was close. Don't get me wrong. But I thought phase would win, and they did. And there's that. Okay. And then we had cloud nine go up against native red. Will do you like reverse sweeps? Who doesn't? Who doesn't like a good reverse sweep? Who doesn't like a game five? Maybe cloud nine got off to a wrong foot. Maybe they just started the series. They weren't hot enough. You know, maybe that's why 
maybe that's why Native went up 2-0. Wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. What? Wait. Wait. Cloud 9? what you were doing there. Cloud 9 went up 2-0 in the series? Yeah. Okay, so Cloud 9 were playing like they typically do. Like we expect them to do. They're winning. That they were. Yeah. They were. Yeah. For a bit. So what the fuck happened? Native Red. Native Red start a Cinderella winner's bracket story. Okay. Not only did they beat Cloud9, but they reverse swept them. They reverse swept Cloud9 in winner's I bracket. Was so shocked. Native Red, for those who don't know at home, Native Red are the ex-KCP roster. Okay. They've been together for the longest time. Uh, they are, they're like brothers together, like family, you know. They know each other inside and out. But they're also known to be the top six consistent team, period. And even, like, if you even ask the players, like, Druck would say the same thing. Like, that's what you would know them to be. Because that's what they've done. They've been consistently a top six team. Now, my predictions, I think I had them placing top 12. And when I talked to the players afterwards, um, I apologized for having them. I apologize for having them so low in my predictions. And uh, I forgot who it was, but uh, one of them was like, where did you have us? Top 12? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, you and a lot of people. It's okay. I'm like, okay, thank God. I'm sorry. I felt bad, right? But they, like, they've been a top six team. Well, they were done with that shit. That's for sure. And they came out swinging. They reverse sweep Cloud9, and they send Cloud9 to the loser's bracket from winner's round one. Okay? Something that I don't think I've ever seen happen. Not when you're... Now, guys, Cloud9 has never, all year, has never been outside of the grand finals in any major land all year. Okay? Now, granted. Very respectable stat. Exactly. Now, granted, we've only had three lands, but still, never outside of a grand final. Okay? That's insane. So just keep that in mind for what is about to happen in the loser's bracket. But we can't get to the loser's bracket quite yet without talking about phase and native red. Granted, I didn't even think phase were going to, I didn't even think native red were going to make it to this spot, but they did. You know, when I saw this matchup come up, I'm like, Oh, phase is going to, phase is going to walk to the, to the final. Exactly. And uh, justice, I, I, I'm sorry. I said major land. Anaheim was not a major, but I, I understand. Yes, we had yeah, yeah. the United States had four lands. Yes. But, um, was one was one called a super. Uh, it was the regional. regional regional. Yes. Anaheim was the regional. Oh, you're good, man. You're good. Justice. Don't worry about it. Uh, so face clan native red in a match. And then again, I didn't fucking see coming, you know? Yeah. So regardless, I thought FaZe were going to win this, you know, regardless, I just thought FaZe were going to win. Like, oh, it's native red. I give them props for getting this far. That's awesome. But you're going up against fucking FaZe, who I, who I expected to make it to the grand final. Okay. It's like, I have expectations round on these motherfuckers. <laughs> native red didn't give a shit about my predictions. 
they're like, uh, yeah, what we did to cloud nine, we'll do to you too. So they send phase phase to losers bracket. Okay. And then they, and then I, I'm sorry to say, but I'll just, I'll just jump to this point. They get obliterated by optic in the winter final. Okay. They get straight up obliterated by optic. But the fact that they made it to the winter final, let's go to losers. Because here's where shit really starts happening. Okay. Oh boy. Remember we had we we had like a little bit better uh hopes and expectations for G1 and G2. You know? Yeah. Not not to get super far in the tournament, but not get like wiped out immediately. Yeah. What if I told you they got wiped out immediately? It was shocking. It was shocking. Fnatic in a game five stunner eliminates G one from the tournament three to two. Three to two. Eliminating G one for the tournament after playing two after playing two series in bracket play. Two series in bracket play, and they lost both of them, and they sent them home. Uh Let's pause for a second, and here's what Maddie says about the FFA. Just check the FFA rules from the FFA series on January 17th. Um, Kansas so, City, the EU Regional, and August 15th, and they all have deaths over damage dealt over assists over damage taken as the tiebreaker. So if the deaths were tied, then it went down to damage dealt. Right. So it's So, Maddie, correct me if I'm wrong here, but does that mean that deaths were not were not taken into account anymore after those moments? Or are deaths still being taken into consideration here? Because if that was always the rule, then whatever. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Um, Ron says, still blows my mind that G1 went from being a top two team of all time to being eliminated that early. Okay, 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 Ron. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I Are you being sarcastic right now? Because I, I can't tell if you are, and I really hope you are. Because they're not a top two team of all time. And I think we joked about that, right? Well, everybody kind of hopped on the bandwagon after they played well. Whoa! Whoa! Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, Snag, what the fuck? Snag gifting 20 subs. Is that because I wasn't letting you pay for your fucking hoodie, you piece of shit? Is that <laughs> why? I bet that's why. He's like, I'm going to get back at this motherfucker. Um, after damage taken, it states the admins can determine new criteria to do a coin flip. Okay, sounds good. But the rules were never changed throughout the season. Okay, well, there. Well, fuck it. I don't know what the fuck is going on then. Who cares? Um, Ron says, yeah, after that online tourney, people were getting tattoos and stuff. Oh, perfect. Thank you, Will. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. Um, so, well, <laughs> don't worry. I will do the 20 woos. I promise you. I'm going to do them at the end of the show though. Okay. Because I don't want to get really distracted here. But like I said, if you follow, if you sub, I see them. I appreciate them. We're going to get to them later. I promise you. Yes. So yeah, Ron, you're right. It, like after that online turn, people were getting tattoos and stuff. That's the thing. They are not a top two team. G1, in my opinion, were never a top two team. G1, in my opinion, were... In my honest, honest to God, in my opinion, maybe a top six team, maybe, maybe a top six team. Okay. Because you're literally 
comparing them then if you're if you're putting them in the top two spot no you're not but like if other people are putting the top in the top two spot you're comparing them to an optic a cloud nine a sentinels a phase potentially right they're not that they're not that and the fact you lost to fanatic now props to fanatic for getting as far as they have i didn't even get them i didn't even have them making it through playing bracket I didn't even make them. I didn't even have them getting through play and bracket, guys. And they eliminate G1 from the tournament. Fuck me, right? And this is why Worlds is amazing. This is why Halo on LAN is amazing. Anything can fucking happen. And that happened. But the fun didn't stop there. Because then Oxygen decided that, hey, we're here too, guys. Guess what? Hey, G2, go the fuck home. And they did the same thing. Three to two. Oxygen sent G2 home immediately. What the fuck? Burt Bobain. Burt Bobain. Given five gifted as well. Holy fucking moly, you guys are insane. Good Lord. And Voodoo with the one with the gifted to snag as well. Holy shit, dude. You guys are incredible. You guys are fucking insane. Thank you so much. And like I said, if you follow and sub, I will get you to you guys towards the end of the show. So Oxygen Esports eliminate G2. Collects like, hey guys, I'm one of the best players in the fucking game. Check me out. Does it, you guys, the barcode effect? It's a fucking myth. See you later, G2. And G2 Merced home. I, th I thought barcode was going to have more of an effect on that team. I agree. I agree. But hey, this is the beauty about Halo Infinite on LAN. This is the beauty about being the most important tournament of the year. You have shit like this happening. It's insane. 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 Moving to the other side of the lower bracket, we have J-Lings going up against E-United. I'm going to let you guess how this fared. Will? Um. Well, you know, Probably went to e United. I, I, would assume, to e <laughs> I would assume so. E United win 3-0. And then Ascend go up against Cloud9. And don't worry, we'll talk about we'll talk about the whole Ascend E United thing later. Okay. We'll talk about that whole situation. I have notes. I have it all ready to go. We'll uh -huh. talk about that a little bit. And that was in pool play. Okay, this is bracket play. So Ascend go up against Cloud9. Cloud9 win at 3-1. Send Ascend home. This is the start, and I want people to pay attention. This is the start of one of the greatest, if not the greatest, losers bracket run in HCS history. I'm not gonna go over I'm not gonna jump the gun and say that it's the best in competitive Halo history, but I think it is the best in HCS history by HCS's inception to now. I think this is the best losers bracket run a team has ever had in HCS history. They beat Cloud, they beat Ascend 3-1. Fnatic go up against Oxygen, continuing in the loser's bracket, and Oxygen proved just to be too much to handle, and they uh, 3-1 Fnatic, sending Fnatic home in a placing that I never thought was going to fucking happen for them, but they did it. They got a top eight finish, a top eight finish, and snag with the gift to Voodoo as well. There you go. There you go. In a matchup that I ne wasn't necessarily expecting so like so soon, we had Cloud9 go up against E-United, and unfortunately for E-United, this is where the tournament ends for Snipedown and crew. 
because Cloud9 beat them 3-0. Cloud9 beat them 3-0. United just were not able to do anything. Then we have FaZe going up against Oxygen. Again, FaZe being dropped down by Native Red, which was fucking insane. And FaZe were like, no, 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 no. We have a grand finals to reach so Josh's prediction can be right. Sorry, Collect, guys. Sorry. But phase 3-0 oxygen. Okay? Phase 3-0 oxygen. Oxygen get a top six finish. Again, was not expecting that. Will, what the <laughs> fuck? Will with the 10 gifted. Wow! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Thank you, Will. Thank you very much for gifting money to our show. Um, Ender with the follow. Don't worry, I'll get I'll get everybody else as well later. Um, thank you so much. Welcome to the live show. Jesus Christ, unknown canary. Welcome to the live show. Enjoy. So, oxygen get a top six finish. Was not expecting that. Okay, good for them. But yeah, good for them. That's fucking awesome. That's great. And uh, coll- pay attention to collect. Just pay attention to collect. Snag, I'm not going to have a voice. Try me. <laughs> Try me. That's a challenge, motherfucker. Just wait. Just fucking wait. You guys are going to get woos for days at the end of the show. Okay. Next up in loser's bracket is one of the is one of the matchups that, again, was not expecting so early in the tournament. To put things into perspective here, folks, we have Sentinels versus Cloud9 in loser's round three. Sentinels versus Cloud9 in loser's round three. This sounds like a loser's finals match. Yes. And to put things even into even more perspective, Maddie with the resub, appreciate you. This is for top six. The loser of this series will get a top six finish at Worlds. Cloud Nine has never been outside the grand finals in any major land this year. Sentinels have never placed outside top four ever. And when I mean ever, I'm talking CLG Optic Tox Sentinels back near 2016. They've never placed outside the top four at a major tournament. And this is for top six. When I said that Cloud9 are about to go on a major Cinderella story losers bracket run, the likes we've never seen before in HCS history, they 3 owed Sentinels. Yeah. They 3 owed Sentinels. I thought there was going to be more of a fight in that series for sure. Oh, man. To break things down here for a second, I'm not going to go game by game. Okay? I've made that mistake with 2016 Worlds. I mean, no, 2018 Worlds. I made that mistake with 2018 Worlds. I'm not doing that again. But I will say is this. We learned our lesson there. Yes, yes. What I will say is this. They were, Sentinels were not playing together. They weren't playing a team game. When Cloud9... When you think of a typical bait and switch, right? You have a teammate that is very like relatively close by to you. You get out, you pop some shouts out. 
you you pop some shots off. Uh, you're weak. You back off. Your teammate immediately gets in there, gets that kill, right? Yeah. Sentinels were not able to do that. Where where Cloud Nine would do a typical bait and switch, where any team would do a typical bait and switch. Sentinels would try, and the other player would be like five seconds behind the first player that went in. They were caught out in too many 1v1 situations where they weren't winning. They were not playing together. They could not get anything going. For all intents and purposes, Cloud9 annihilated them. In a series that just Justin and I were sitting next to each other and we're watching this unfold before our eyes. And we're and we keep saying if there's if there's ever a team to come back, it'd be Sentinels. If there was ever a team to come back from this, it'd be Sentinels. And then and then it started to set in that like, oh, they might not win a game. And they didn't win a game. They Sentinels wasted power ups and power positions. Okay. C9 capitalized on every situation. And they sent Sentinels home in a 3-0 sweep in a top six finish. Their worst placing ever as a roster, as that group of four, their worst placing ever. That, I never, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't fucking believe it. Logic, we can we can speculate about that later, but we're not going to speculate about that now. All we know is that uh, Lethal's not retiring, so there you go. Uh, that tweet made me think, though. Oh, God. I mean, you had to. Nah. I know his sarcasm, but nah, he's, yeah, he's good. Um, In Losers Round 4, it was FaZe versus Cloud9. And uh, Cloud9... Decided that, hey, we're going to fucking keep this run going. Uh, we're still warmed up and uh, we're better than you. And now this is where my predictions are in shambles. My my predictions are shot. Okay. Absolutely shot. The last one I have is Optic winning the whole thing. Luckily they did, but that's besides the point. Okay. <coughs> so. It was time to see who made the right decision. Was it Renegade going to phase or was it bound heading to C9? Well, C9 put on a clinic. They nearly swept them. And they sent him home with a fourth place finish. So I'm not going to necessarily say, I'm not going to necessarily say that Renegade made the wrong decision. You know, maybe they just didn't have enough time. But at the same time, holy fucking moly, dude. I think Cloud9, when Native Red sent them to losers, I think Hoaxer took them backstage and were like, guys, the fuck was that? (laughs) And he's like, guys, can we just, you know, can we play the game? Can we do that? Can we like play Halo Infinite? Oh, come on. You know? Look what the fuck happens. They... They they weren't themselves in that first game, that's for sure. Oh, dude, they they're they as soon as they made it to losers, they're playing lights out the entire time. The entire fucking time. Okay? So there's that. And they send face home with a top four finish. It wasn't what I expected to have happen. But hey, what are you gonna do? 
And like I said earlier in the winner's bracket, Optic completely annihilated Native Red, sending them the losers 3-0. So now we have our loser final. It's Native Red versus Cloud9. Well, if you face off against what is arguably the best team in the league and you get 3-0'd, what do you think is going to happen in your um, in your rematch against arguably one of, if not the best team in the world? The ones they sent to... The ones they sent to losers. Well, you would hope that you had some something going for you in that <laughs> oh, first series. Oh, sure. That would, you could carry into this current series. Right. So I don't know. I don't know if it was because there was a little bit of more downtime for Native Red uh, that maybe they were just too cool going into it. They weren't warmed up enough. And Cloud9 coming off that just amazing win over phase, they were ready to rock. But either way... Native uh, didn't show up in this series, and Cloud9 3-0'd them. It was like they got super hot on Saturday and couldn't do anything on Sunday. Yep. Championship Sunday is a different fucking beast, guys. It's the, it's day. A, it's the day to show up. It's a different, different beast. So Native Red are swept and sent home with an astounding third-place finish, something that I never saw, never saw happening. Uh, they're always known as the consistent top six team. Yeah. Right? But at Worlds, they prove they have what it takes to hang with the best teams in the world. And they sure as hell shut me the fuck up about it. Yeah. Looking at predictions, you know, mm -hmm. Native Red is what really screwed everything up. They did. For us, at least. Oh, they, yeah. They, they surprised everyone sending Cloud9 and FaZe. To losers. To losers. We had early matchups we never expected. Yep. And uh, and I'm I'm genuinely excited to see what this Native Gaming roster does uh, in the next HCS season. Provided, provided they stay together, provided they're still native gaming, gaming red, whatever it is. Like if they're, if they're that core group of guys, I'm really excited to see what they do in the next season, because that was, again, they shut me the fuck up. They absolutely did. They did. But cloud nine, cloud nine had done the unthinkable. Will. they ran the losers bracket gauntlet all the way from the very first round. Mm. Round one. Back to yet another grand finals appearance. Still holding that uh, top two placings. Lo always, always in a grand finals. Losing only two maps along the way. Two maps. That entire run in losers. Yeah. Okay. So then the, then the question was, Will Cloud9 finally break free from their grand final sweep slash near sweep curse? Because if you guys don't recall, at KC and Orlando, they were either swept or close to being swept in the grand finals both times. Well, there was a, it was a 4-0 and a 4-1, right? Yep, yeah. correct. Okay. Well, it's time to find out because Optic were waning. Let's talk about those grand finals. Whew. What a grand finals it was. What a grand finals it was. What a grand finals it was. <laughs> Optic started out hot for the most part. So it was finally it was finally time to see what would happen when the two best teams in the world clashed in the grand finals. And game one did not disappoint. As, of course, you know, it went to an overtime sudden death round in Catalyst CTF. But instead of a miraculous run by Penguin, as we've seen all too recently, it was APG 
with a stellar run accompanied by a fresh round of slays and formal to his back. Optic take the series lead 1-0, but based on how C9 were playing, there was a long road ahead of us. Now game two, game two started to tell a different story. And this is where things took a turn for the worse for the reigning Orlando champions in rock and uh, I almost said rocker and optic. It was at the 40 kill mark. And this is on streets, by the way, the slayer on streets. It was at the 40 kill mark for, for cloud nine where bound gets rockets with one left in the chamber. Okay. As he works his way through PD, his teammates putting shots into optic players he exercises trigger discipline, the likes of which we have not seen in quite some time. Now, Bound made some mistakes this event, okay? There was this whole fucking snafu about stepping in and out of hills when he didn't fucking need to. That's besides the point. This play, this play proves something to me. There, now, there are plays that happen in tournaments, right? For, for uh, that, that certain players do. Like I said, there's... The, the thing in the back of my mind, now granted, they didn't get anywhere in this tournament, but the thing in the back of my mind about Boo Boo Doo Boo when he was staying behind one tournament to practice, those thoughts stick out in my mind, right? This play by Bound to not waste his rocket, his one left rocket, to not waste it on a one-shot player in PD, but instead to take out his BR, finish off the one-shot player, and save that rocket, especially in a, in this in this in this circumstance, in this huge of a game, in this series, in the World Championship Finals, right? That sticks out to me as, okay, Bound, I see you. I see you. So, he kills Lucid, the one-shot player. That was Lucid. He then puts the last rocket to good use, annihilating formal top A, okay? And then proceeds to clean up Trippy for the triple kill. He was one shot as well, sending his team to a 43 to 37 lead while also shooting APG's body for good measure, because why not? You know, you're in the situation. Fuck it. Do it up. It's your game. We were about to witness the bound revenge tour and optic had front row seats to the endeavor. Okay. Cloud nine win game 250 to 45. And now it's time for things to really get ugly. Game three. Optic start off hot. They have a triple cap and strongholds. strongholds. Yep. And this is recharge. They have a they have a triple cap on strongholds recharge. They're getting points. They're feeling good, feeling frisky. Things are going good for them. This is great, right? You're gonna bring the series back in their favor. It's awesome. Then Cloud9 are like, uh no. Cloud9 decide to turn up the heat themselves. And they win in a fairly dominant fashion. And things for optics seems to take a big turn towards like what happened in that Sentinel series against cloud nine where Sentinels weren't really playing together anymore, where Sentinels were not getting power-ups anymore and they weren't really getting setups going. And also lucid kind of disappears. So for games four and five, I'm not going to run through them because basically what happens is exactly what I just said. Optic, well, Lucid kind of specifically is nowhere to be found. Optic are not playing together as a team. They're not getting power-ups when they should be. They're not getting on power positions in the map. And Cloud9 are just able to run circles around them. Like before when you talked about 
Cloud9, they were baiting and switching so well. Mm -hmm. They were dominating the map positions. Optic just couldn't seem to get their footing in the rest of the series. It was concerning. It was very concerning. It was concerning to see. It was very concerning. And Bound was having the tournament run of his fucking life. He was on fire. Now, let's put things into perspective here, folks. Do you guys know, do you guys understand who Bound is? This is his first year as a pro. This is his first year. Rookie season. As a professional player on a team of four. His first year. He is doing, he has the most kills on his team. For, for the, I think for the tournament is what they were saying. He's laying down damage. Yes, he made a couple boneheaded plays, but everybody does. It's okay. But that trigger discipline, discipline play. It's the play that sticks out to me. It was his first year on a team of four competing on LAN. They make it to the world championship and they make it yet again to the grand finals of the tournament. His first year. And that first best of seven was really the bound show. It really was. Go back and watch it. Holy shit. Now, granted, a lot of a lot of it can also be attributed to how well they were playing as a team to, to allow Bound to be in the positions that he was in. Right. Okay? So not to discredit the rest of the team because it is a team-based game. And people, I think, kind of forget that. But Cloud9, they, they played phenomenally in that first best of seven. They played phenomenally in that first best of seven. So we have a bracket reset. You said it yourself. Justin and I were looking at each other and we're like, this is terrifying. Are we about to witness? Are we about to witness Optic going back to their ways of not playing together? Are we about to see this happen again? On the biggest stage at the biggest tournament in the world, are we going to see that happen again? God, I fucking hope not. Well, luckily... That's not what happened. So Peanut Butt was sitting on my left, Scott. He's sitting on my left with his wife. And we were joking during the first best of seven. After Optic won game one, I kept looking over and I'm like, three more. Three more. That's all we got. Three more. Then Op- then uh, Cloud9 would win. I'm like, it's okay. Three more. Cloud9 would win. It's okay. Th- we could reverse sweep. Three more. And then it didn't happen. I'm like, fuck. So we're sitting there and I'm like, it's okay. Everything's going to be fine. The second pass of seven starts and we have a disconnect in game one. Yeah. And then the booze happened in the crowd. That disconnect concerned me too, because optic finally was gaining momentum. Oh, optic had the first round win in the oddball. Yeah. So optic optic get the first round win in the oddball. And uh, so they only need one more round to win the game, right? And uh, they needed like 88 points. I think after the disconnect, they needed 88 no, they points to win. They changed it. It was 90. They only gave them four points. They, it was 96 versus 100. I thought it was 88. Did they change it again? I mean, it didn't matter because Cloud9 won the second round. So we're going to third round anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then, so the disconnect happens and we're like, um, no, no, the disconnect happened on Cloud9 side, uh, Logic, not Optic side. 
Oh, they changed it from 88 to 96. Okay. Yeah. Either way. Thank you. Because obviously I didn't hear that in the crowd. So it, 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 thank you for the clarification. It didn't matter in the long run because cloud nine won the second round anyway. But after the first round, there was a disconnect and the booze were happening in the crowd. And everyone was like, Oh my God, what the fuck? Like, here we go. Grand finals. This shit starts to happen. This is shitty. But no, 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 no. Because once it started again, Cloud9 came back and they won that second round. We're like, okay, everything's fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. This it's is fine. fine. It's fine. Um, Invisible, welcome to the live show. It's fine. <laughs> Optic then win the third round. They win game one. I look over at Scott and I'm like, three more. Three more. <laughs> this is it. Three more. Optic Gaming win game two. Look over at Scott. Two more. Two more. This is it. Two more. Optic win game three. I'll look over at Scott. One more. One more. And Scott looks at me and he's like, wait, they could reverse sweep him. I'm like, don't, oh, don't, no, you, no, fucking don't, you, drink don't you fucking dare. Don't you dare. Don't you, I see you, Peanut. Don't you fucking dare. Okay? So this happens. Game four was King of the Hill. On streets? Was that the map? Was it streets? Was it streets? I don't recall right I now. I think it was streets. Was it streets? It was streets. Thank you. It was streets. It's very close. It's neck and neck. Things are coming down to the wire. We're going, we're going to go to time, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to go to time. Crowd standing on their feet. You could probably hear the countdown happening as you're watching live from home. Five, four, three, two, one. Everybody's exploding and cheering. The optic gaming winds is flying in the banners. Oh yeah. It's yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. standing I up. I remember this. We're having a great time. We're all cheering. We're all celebrating. I'm wowing in the crowd like crazy. We're in there. They fucking did it. They won. Well, wait a fucking yeah, wait, second. Wait, 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 wait. The game's not over. Cloud Nine are still in the hill, and Lucid's telling the team, sit the fuck down. We're playing a game. <laughs> it's not over. They sit down. APG doesn't have his headphones on. Fucking who cares? They're winning this shit. Oh, yeah. That was a crazy moment because watching it from home. Same thing. The camera pans out. Optic gaming. Oh, yeah. Wins. Oh, we're all celebrating. You know, they're, they're, you know, formal standing up, APG standing up. And then all of a sudden, they're like, just jolts back to gameplay. And you're like, oh, it's still going on. It's still going. Woo. It's still going. Cloud nine at the very last second. Get back in that hill. There must have been point zero one seconds there, there was, on that timer. There Jesus. was. They're like, not today. Not today. We're not getting swept again in the grand finals. We're not. It's not happening, Will. Not today. Well, Optic, we're like, fuck you. Yes, you are. It's surprising too because after the players stopped playing, like Cloud Nine could have just walked away with like con full control. Yep, they could have got the yeah. Uh, woo! 
Eight, they all sit back down. APG doesn't have his headphones on. Fucking who cares? They get the sleighs. They get out of the hill. Time expires. Time expires. And Optic become Halo World champions. Sweeping Cloud9 in the grand finals bracket reset. Yet again, another sweep or close sweep in a grand final for that team. Oh, I mean, Formal said he wanted to give uh, Hex another ring. He did it. To put things into perspective here, this makes it, this makes Formal the second player ever to win both a Call of Duty World Championship and a Halo World Championship, the first being Shotzi. Okay? This makes a first World Championship for APG, Trippy, and Lucid. Obviously for formal as well. And holy shit. Optic showed up. Optic showed up. They hit the reset button. Lucid came back. And they played lights out. Now people ask me. Like, hey, Josh. Do you think because Cloud9 had made such a remarkable loser's bracket run, they reset the bracket in grand finals, and they were that close that they just got tired, they just got burnt out, and they couldn't finish it off? No. If anybody ever asked me that type of question, my answer is always no. The reason why it's always no is because they're in that position and we are not. They are professional players. We are not. They are are some of the best players in the world. We are not. They know what it takes. They've been in these situations time and time again. You know they want it. You know they want it. Otherwise they wouldn't have they wouldn't have they wouldn't have reset the bracket anyway. I don't think they were too tired. I don't think they ran out of gas. All I think that happened is that Optic put the pedal to the metal. That's what I think happened. They, um, I agree. Uh, Cloud9 wasn't playing much differently at first. It was Optic who made the adjustment and was able to counter what Cloud9 was doing already. They played as a team. They played as a team. Overkill says, so because they're professional players, they can't get tired. I'm not saying they can't get tired. I'm saying they're not tired enough to lose, like to not win. No, Overkill. No, of course they can get tired. I bet they're all tired. I bet Optic was tired too. You literally just got, you you got nearly swept in that first bracket, in that first best of seven. I bet they're thinking to themselves, what the fuck? They, but Optic played more. They, they finally clicked after that bracket reset they finally clicked they got back to doing what they do best and that's playing as a team and like ron said it's not like they laid down and took it they were still good matches absolutely that's the thing too they were still good matches
but Optic became Halo World Champions. And what a fucking tournament that was. What a fucking tournament that was. Oh, yeah, and the Stake Slayer in a grand final. They staked him in a grand final. As you said earlier, that's sometimes the way the cookie crumbles. It is. It is. Will. Yeah. Would you mind running through the results that you have up there for the event? Of course. In 9 through 12, taking home 10 grand, you have Ascend, G2, J-Lings, and G1. 7th and 8th went to E-United and Fnatic, both taking home 25 grand. In 5th, 6th, you had Sentinels and Oxygen Esports taking home 45 grand. 4th went to FaZe Clan, 70 grand to them. The shock of the tournament, Native Red in third, taking home 110 grand. Huge congrats to them. They yes. fucking, they played lights out. Great job by them. And as we just talked about, second went to Cloud9, 220 grand. And first place Optic Gaming, 400 grand to them. Holy moly. Um, Native played incredible. They did. Uh, Peanut says the cookie crumbled like my bracket, like everyone's bracket, I bet. Real PD Gaming, welcome to the live show. Says formal finals MVP. Ooh, that's tough. That's tough. I kind of want to give it to ABG, to be honest with you. That's tough, though. I think anybody could really take it. That's, yeah. I mean, if you, hell, if you look at the first bracket yeah. or the. The, the first series? Oh, bound. Bound. Easy. Bound. Right? Easy. He, he outshone everyone. Yeah, easily bound for the first best of seven. And it feels like in that second best of seven, Optic just played so well as a team, it's hard to pick one player out for me. Mm-hmm. Cobalt, welcome to the live show. Says Bound or APG for finals MVP. I, see, that's what I'm saying. Also, yeah. thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. I already said that. Uh, yeah, I th- APG, man. That man doesn't get enough praise. But he's a fucking world champion now, so fuck all yeah. the haters. He's got the title. He does. He has the fucking title. 100% bound? Maybe for the first series? Sure. He can have it for the first series. That's fine. Lucy Deasley, the finals MVP after the reset, showed he's the best player in the world. In the reset. In the reset. Also, welcome to the live show. But that's the thing. Like, once they clicked, man, once they clicked... Once they started playing together. My kid is screaming right now. My kid is wooing like I did in the crowd. And <laughs> she's not wooing in the good way, though. Um, no, it's that. Oh, boy. Lucy did play great the second series, but Formal has it for me. Formal played well basically all, all event. I mean, all uh, grand finals long. I just want APG to get his due, man. That's all. I just want APG to get that man's due. Brad deserves that shit, man. He was, he, the plays that he was making, the 1v1s that he was winning, oh, man. Like, man was just never given enough credit. Even in, like, the, um, 
the MCC era with yeah. Sentinels when yeah. he played with them, when he stepped in. He's definitely, he's top tier, top tier. Update on my daughter. Natana says she tried to beat me into our room, be, as in like they're racing. Um, she was running. I ran past her and she screamed. Oh, okay. So they're just racing each other. Got it. All right. <laughs> um, the real PD game is also something that was missing the final crazy sequence. Lucy gets a triple kill to get cloud nine off the hill. I yeah. see personally, because again, I was like, you know, the stars in my eyes because I like couldn't believe what was happening. You know, I thought APG was the one that actually got the triple, but no, I, yes, I've been, I was corrected that yes, it was Lucid that got it. It was so good though. It was so good. Overkill says if C9 doesn't choke against native, they win worlds hands down. You can't fucking say that. You can, you can speculate that, but you can't say it any given Sunday overkill. Cobalt did Snipedown retire from just Halo and is going back to Apex or is he done in competitive gaming? Just Halo. Just Halo. He has already announced that he is on the phase phase Apex team, Cobalt. Ron, that is a statement. That is a statement. Wow. This is post Halo 2. Either I mean, I mean, Roy was still Roy Borg right, in Halo right, 3. In Halo 3. Like that's Oh, oh, that's be careful with that, Ron. Careful where you spread that statement. You might get a lot of uh, a lot of hate on that. I just want APG to get his due, man. He deserves it. What a fucking star! What a star Brad is. Love that man. All right, Optic win, and because of it, uh, something I thought was really cool, and I didn't know if any other team was going to be doing something like this, but uh, Optic on their store have an Optic. Uh, gaming world championship t-shirt you can buy yep. right now. Yep. I uh, had to grab one of those. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so you can buy it right now over on the optic gaming shop. Um, I thought that was really cool that they did that. So there's that Winkler. Thank you for the resub. I will. I promise you I'll get to your woo in a little bit. Um, and then also in the halo infinite shop. Oh boy. In the halo infinite shop, there is a halo infinite champions bundle that you can buy. Where uh, proceeds will go, um, proceeds of each purchase will go to Optic Gaming for winning worlds. And this bundle includes the championship laurels, like armor effect, right? Yep. That we that we speculated might have been a Twitch drop, but it wasn't actually a Twitch drop. So you have to buy it if you want it. The Mark 7 and BR coating, which is literally just gray and black. You're not great. No, they're not. And uh, if you see, there's a there's a royal two clip on on Reddit where he talks about like how boring the pack is, and he says, and then he reads it is like, oh, proceeds go to Optic Game, not buying that shit. <laughs> <That's> funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought that was funny too. But yeah, uh, you can buy uh, proceeds will support Optic if you would like to. Um, I think the championship laurels is cool, um, but yeah, the coding itself, coding ain't it. It ain't it. So there's that brackets and VODs will be included in the Google doc of the show. to the show exclamation point show notes and chat. If you're watching live or if you're checking out the VOD um, or audio version of the show, it's in the descriptions. So go check that out. And uh, if you just, if you don't want to have to scrub through um, YouTube feeds to try to find each video from each day, I made a YouTube playlist containing all of the VODs for worlds. And that, that I, like I said, is linked in the show notes. So you can just find it there. Um, overkill, I doubt they're worried. I doubt they're worried. Our prediction results. 
Will forgot what his fifth through eighth predictions were. But uh They were all wrong anyway. Yeah, I was gonna say I think I think all of ours are wrong. Um and then Oh, all of yours were wrong. See, well, I did the thing where I oh, no. physically said Here we go. I wanted Cloud9 to win because every time I've predicted Optic to win something, they've lost. Okay. See, but oh, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, did, I did verbally say Cloud9 was going to win. It's okay. I'm going to say that you were right on Optic because in your heart, you wanted Optic to win. You were just trying to reverse engineer it. I get it. You're fine. Yeah, yeah. You're fine. You're but trying to reverse I, psychology that shit. You're fine. But I did say Cloud9. So okay. I was all wrong. I just. All right. And uh, I only got one right, and that's Optic winning. Um, and then also I got Bop right winning the FFA, so yeah. fuck everyone else. You know, as a Minnesota sports fan for my life, I I just try not to have hope for the teams that I like now because I'm oh, always crushed. You're fine. Um, invisible, the play-ins are more correct early. Yes. Yeah. I got, like, I got two out of the four teams coming out of play-ins correct. Uh, I got like two or three out of the pool of the pools correct on who would be sent home all that stuff. But I'm like, just one through eight though. It was just optic. Um, I already kind of went through the notable series, but we'll talk about the whole ascend United thing in a second here. But the storylines that we had G one, G two E United and others were eliminated far earlier in the tournament than initially thought they would be. Um, that was crazy. Fanatic showed up. That was something I didn't expect to have happen. Good for them. Native red doing the unthinkable getting third like that's I did not fucking see that at all happening Sentinels getting the worst major land placing of all time something I didn't see happening thanks native red um and I'm, I know they didn't eliminate them but I'm thinking them based off how the bracket worked out cloud nine with the Cinderella losers bracket run what I truly believe is the best in HCS history only losing two maps and then Optic winning Worlds, including the first time for all players on the roster, and Formal becoming the second player ever to win World titles in both COD and Halo, with the first, of course, being Shotzi. We had tons of Game 5s, tons of reverse sweeps. Like, this tournament was one for the ages. One for the ages. Invisible, I don't know if I could answer that question. And there were absolutely tons of upsets, Justice. Absolutely. Will, I have some notes here. Um, and I have them split up into the the good, the needs improvement, and the ugly. Okay. Okay. So, here we go. Let's talk about the good first. Okay? I think let's start this out on a positive note. Will... Um, what are your good takeaways from the event as a whole, uh, the production, watching the streams? What do you got? Um, yeah. See you Produ later, Ron. Have a good night. Production was good, right? I like that they added the gold in there for worlds on like some of the banners and the graphics and changing the logos made it feel more regal. I guess you could say mm, regal. Good for um, you. They had a few content pieces like for the commercials that were nice. It didn't feel like it wasn't a flyover over the city, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was, it was good. It just it was a good tournament to watch the, uh, the upsets, whatever. 
the uh, it, it was just a fun tournament to watch. I, I just genuinely enjoyed it. Did you catch any of the community stuff? No, I was going to go back on YouTube and watch that when I had a chance. Okay. Um, I'm not seeing anything on YouTube yet. So hopefully they do like split them up and put them on there. But the VODs like on Twitch are still available yes. for those. Yes. So feel free to check those out. I thought too. they said they were putting them on YouTube, didn't they? They did. I believe so. Yep. Okay. I think Sketch is the one that came out and said that. So um, yes, try to keep an eye on the YouTube. Um, but either way, the Twitch VODs are still up. So you can go check those yeah. out. And I believe it's the Xbox channel that had those. Right. So Correct. There's that. Anything else for good that you'd like no, to add? No, not really. Um, I'm, I kept mine short and sweet. The talent production and the tournament itself were all incredible. Yeah. Um, I loved the little interviews that they did. Um, I loved the, the videos that they did to get people hyped up for like the grand finals and stuff. They were really, really, really well done. Um, like the championship Sunday intro was awesome as well. Uh, it's just, oh, it was good vibes all around on that front. Um, and Beth, I agree with that. And we'll get to, we'll get to the needs improvement here. So, but either way, the talent was amazing and they all did an incredible job. Um, shout out Dan Gaskin. I feel for you, Ben. He, his, his throat was worse for wear all weekend long. Um, but he held through and he did a phenomenal job. Um, yeah, everybody did great. It was so, so, so good. Oh, invisible was mainly optic. It was definitely like mainly optic, but there were, there were a good amount of C9 fans, but like the majority was going for optic. Let's get to the needs improvement. So we'll start with VIP. So I asked Dave and Justin for their thoughts on the overall event as well. And I'm not going to read their statements word for word because they were lengthy, but um, I will group the things in where I see fit. So VIP, although the love sack partnership is incredible, like that's really fucking cool, right? There just simply wasn't enough room in VIP for the amount of people with VIP tickets. Okay. There just wasn't. And if you wanted to be in VIP, you basically had to get there immediately to secure a spot because if you didn't, you wouldn't have one. Okay. As a way to alleviate this, what I would suggest is at least, I mean, what they should have done was, uh, where VIP was, VIP was in the middle this time. It was in the middle of the crowd. Okay. Okay. In the middle of the crowd, a little bit back, like just slightly back. Okay. You were, you were right next to the, to the, uh, host desk. Okay. 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 Um, what they could and should have done and, and if anybody's listening from the HCS side of things, because I know you listen, uh, take this into consideration for the future, expand it as much down towards main stage as you can. So like take that, take what you had and just move it down further, expand it further. It doesn't all need to be love sack stuff, but there was, there just wasn't, there wasn't enough room at all. And while I love the, I love the partnership with love sack. I fucking have it myself. They just, there wasn't enough room, plain and simple, not at all. 
And then VIP, VIP not necessarily even being worth it in the end. So for those who don't recall, VIP tickets for Worlds were $250 a pop. $250 for a single VIP ticket. And to put things in perspective, for previous events, nowhere near that. Okay? A hundred? Or less. Yeah. But nowhere near that. Okay? Now, when you read what the VIP ticket gets you, you'd be like, oh, well, that sounds legit. Eh. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder, right? So, like, maybe I I cannot speak for everybody that had VIP tickets, whether or not they felt it was worth it for them. I can only speak from my experience and what others have provided me, okay? And, Will, I got you that swag bag. I know you weren't there, but when you opened that, did you feel that, like, you would get your money's worth out of that? If I spent two fifty, if you spent two fifty, and I want an honest answer, no, okay. So now we add on top of that. Now let's let's put things in perspective again. The things you got in the swag bag included um, a poster, and uh, you would like a couple Halo figurines. Okay, uh, that that clean sweep weapon charm in the in the keychain. You get that. Uh, the clean sweep weapon charm in infinite. So like the gun buddy or the weapon charm, right? Um, you also got like a couple gift cards. So like a, a month of PC game pass, a $25 gift card for paramount plus, um, a trolley, like double XP card. Right. And then, uh, a can koozie, a beanie and a couple other miscellaneous things. Okay. So far, we're obviously not anywhere near $250. So then you, you get access to the VIP area, which again is too small. Comfy, but too small. Okay. You get access to an early meet and greet um, to see Jen Taylor and Steve Downs, the voices of Cortana and Master Chief, respectively. And boy, do I have a story about that. You get you you get the exclusive production tour. Actually, let me rephrase. The exclusive behind the scenes production tour, Will. We've gotten those in the past. Yes, we have. We've 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 thought they've gotten better. Yes. As the tournaments go on. What if I told you that's not the case here? Oh no. Oh yeah, we'll talk about that. You got a Twitch drop card. You got a Twitch drop card where you would get access to all of the Twitch drops, including the exclusive one at the event without having to watch the streams. You got that. But so did everybody else who waited long enough. Talk about that in a second. There was no early entry on Saturday and Sunday. The only early entry was on Friday. Wasn't it the same for KC? That I don't recall. I, I believe we only got early on Friday compared to everyone else. All right. I don't recall. So I'll take your word for it. Okay. So let's talk about quickly here. The Jen and Steve signing situation. Um, Oh, Jurdius says, you hear about people not getting their drops and 343 basically said they aren't going to do anything about it, even though people have clear proof that they got the drop but it never showed up in their inventory. I have not heard that, Jurdius. Um, thank you for bringing it to my attention. Again, I have not heard anything about this, but um, I mean, 
All I can say is if that is true, then that does fucking suck. You're one of those people. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I, I'm not well versed in like the connection points between linking your account and then hitting the accept like the, the claim and how that goes and whatnot. I know that you're not the only one that has experienced something like that. I'm not talking about at worlds. I'm talking about like other events in general. Um, and it's just, I don't fucking know, man. I wish I had an answer for you. I wish there'd be a way I could flip a switch and give them to you and that'd be it. But I don't. So I'm sorry. Um, yeah, the Jen and Steve signing situation. So VIPs would have early entry or early access to like a 1 p.m. Jen and Steve meet and greet. And so we get there a little earlier. We're in line. Everything's going great. And you'd be able to bring something. Um, yo, Jurdius with the gifted sub. Thank you very much. Again, everybody will get woos later, I promise. During this signing, we're all wait, we're standing in line. Everything's going fine. Everything's going great. And uh, so you'd be able to take a picture with them. And you'd be able to get uh, like a one thing signed. One thing signed by them, right? We get near the front of the line. We are three to four people, three or four people behind the first person in line at this point. And they come through and they're like, hey, we're not doing signings anymore. Just pictures. And Justin was right next to me and you saw the happiness just drain from his face. Just drained. And we're like, fuck, you know, one of the perks of being VIP, one of the perks of being VIP is that you'd be able to have this opportunity. We're here, we're in line, we're right at the we're right there at the fucking front of the line and we still got our picture and that's awesome. Still got the picture, that's great. And they they were super nice, right? They they obviously have schedules to adhere to. Uh, it just sucks the way things happen, okay? Just sucks. But we still got the pick. It was cool. It was great. And they handed out uh, already signed pictures, like so a Cortana and Master Chief picture, and they had already pre-signed it. Okay, so it's their signatures. They signed them all ahead of time, and we all got those in line anyway. Okay? So we got our picture, learned that Steve is a Bears fan. So that was funny. And kind of went on our merry way. And just Justin was defeated. Okay. But then this woman who was working that area was like, hey, just giving you guys a heads up. If you're VIP, we're doing another one of these at 3 p.m. For everybody. We're doing another one of these at 3 p.m. for everybody. And if you're VIP, you'll go to the front of the line. And I thought, like, I personally thought, are you shitting me? Like, are you for real right now? Are we just goofing? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. are you actually saying we're going to be doing that or not? So 3 p.m. rolls around. Again, we leave a little bit earlier than that to get in line. And sure as shit, a, gentle, a gentleman comes down and was like, hey, are you guys are you guys VIP? Are you guys VIP? Are you guys VIP? And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Show them the credential. They're like, yeah, just come with me. We're like, oh, shit. So, yeah, we got behind the other VIPs in line, but at, towards the front of the line. And there was plenty of time this time um, for signings because this, this time it was at the community stage. This time it was at the community stage. But yeah, they, they were able to get through. I hope everybody, I can't say that they got through everybody, but um, we got our signatures on the stuff and, and that's why you see the Funko Pop right here. I, you probably can't see the signatures very well, but shout out Justin. Thank you very much. It's here. I promised you'd be on the show. So there's that, Okay. The lack of early entry on Saturday and Sunday, granted, 
GA doors opened at 10 and the matches didn't start until noon. So two hours is a good amount of time. Let's be real here. Yeah. But part of me would have rather have had it where VIPs get in at 10 GAs get in at 11 and then matches start at noon. Give VIPs a little bit of added incentive. Okay. I'm not asking for the world right here. I'm just basing this off of things that I've seen, things that I've witnessed and what I would prefer. Not asking for the world, just for some tweaks. And Corey, we did talk about it earlier. We already talked about that area. The Twitch drop cards being given out to anyone basically on Sunday. So again, one of the perks about being there is that you had a card that got you, I think it was for VIPs only, that you got a card, it was in the swag bag, you get a card, and you get all the Twitch drops for the entire event, including the Halo World Championship 2022 weapon charm that was exclusive um, for being there. Okay, you get everything, right? Well, those cards basically were given out at the end of the day, and uh, you saw people doing giveaways on Twitter, which is perfectly fine. You you do you. That's I'm not hating on that. Um, but just like it was just another thing that's like, oh, all attendees were able to get the card. Thank you, Maddie. Thank you for the clarification. Then I said corrected. So there's that. But either way, they were just giving cards out at the end of the day. And then the production tour. Let's talk about the production tour. You took it again? No. Oh. I personally did not because I thought that, oh, I'd already seen this a couple times with you. Yeah. Okay. I got my fill. Justin and Dave, you guys go do it because you guys haven't seen it before and report back to me and let me know what you see. Right? Well, let's just say they didn't see anything. There was no behind the scenes at all. Nothing. Nothing. They, wow. didn't, go, they didn't go behind the curtain. They didn't see what we saw at Raleigh and KC. And probably Orlando for those that were at Orlando. I can't speak for that. I'm assuming here. But at Worlds, they didn't go behind the curtain. So That's shocking. What was supposed to be a behind-the-scenes production tour was no behind-the-scenes anything. It was nothing. It was non-existent. Peanut says, basically just, this is where the casters stand. Have a good day. Right. They probably showed them the desk, the casters, the control booth that's always set out. And what else is there to show? You didn't get that's to it. see the trailers. That's you didn't it. get to see the, that's it. the tech people behind the scenes. That's it. Apparently, they went corner to corner is what I was told. And then, like, for the main stage thing, they went up to the main stage where, and then had to stay up there. Like, we're up there for just, like, le- barely any time and we're told to get off immediately. Trying to run a tight schedule. Sure, which is fine. You stick to your schedule. That's all fine and dandy. And hey, for what it's worth, the grand finals did actually start at 4 p.m., which is when the schedule said it was going to. Yeah, that's not normally no, what happened. No, it was crazy. So that was weird. But no, the production tour was shit. It was just absolute shit. That's unfortunate. Yep. And uh, I, I was also told that you could not hear Tashi at all. And I don't, and I'm, uh, I was, I asked them, was, was Adam there? Because Adam was at the production tour for both times we did it. Right. And they can't recall. So he might not have even been there. Well, he spoke at most of ours. Exactly. So he must have not been. Exactly. So, oh man. Very, very, very unfortunate for the production tour folks. 
then also in terms of um vip give me a second here because i tried to find stuff here that i was told about all right i can no longer hold my bladder no go for it go for it you do you do you man um dave says that nobody used the vip fast pass system um yeah the the fast pass thing kind of seemed like an afterthought in my opinion personally so there's that um and then we are, <coughs> excuse me, we already talked about the Jen and Steve down stuff. Line skipping being useless. Um, Justin says for future events, they should get a screen somewhere in the venue, giving you updates on series standings and schedule for all the various things going on during the event. If you didn't have Twitter, you were screwed. Um, Oliver says, yeah, it was hard to hear Tashi. He didn't have a mic or anything. Was it just Tashi Oliver? Also, thank you for the follow and welcome to the live show. Good to see you. So let's also then talk about another thing that needs improvement. The finding information. The finding information. As as a as a duo here, as a show, as a podcast that heavily relies upon and utilizes Twitter on a daily basis, we just we use it every day, right? So this isn't a complaint from me, but from what I heard from a lot of people at the event. And this wasn't asked about, like we didn't ask them for this. This was just told to us. One of the biggest complaints that I received about the event was that the literal, literal only way to find information about the schedule, about how things were going, how series were going basically, was only on Twitter. It wasn't on Halo Waypoint. It wasn't on hcs.ee.gg. It wasn't anywhere else except Twitter. So to 343 in the HCS, you guys have websites, use them. Use them. Because yes, believe it or not, it's crazy. I know it's crazy, but not everybody uses Twitter. We do. This isn't something coming from us because we use it. But I hear everybody telling me, why does anybody know when this match is going to happen? Hey, does anybody know when this match is going to happen? Hey, does anybody know when FFA starts? Where's where, when does FFA check-in start? Where is FFA check-in? Right? Right? Like, Right? They need to do better. They need to do better at that. Don't just use Twitter. You have websites, use them. Use them. The schedule and the format. Again, this needs improvement, right? And to, and yes, uh, Snag, we'll talk about the FFA stuff. Okay, I promise. That's in here too. These are my notes. We'll talk about the FFA stuff, I promise. Uh, Hero Burrito. I apologize if I mispronounce that, or is it? Oh God, I'm gonna, I'm totally gonna mispronounce that. I already probably did. Hi, burrito. Welcome to the live show, and thank you for the follow. Hybrid. 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 I got you. I got you. Thanks for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Uh, Nmod said it would also be nice to know which side of the main stage the teams will be prior to the start. I can also agree with that statement. I can also agree with that statement. Good point. And welcome to the live show. 
Okay. The schedule and the format. I said this before and I'm going to say it again. I said it before and I'm going to say it again. Winners, losers, and grand finals all should be best of seven. The winner's final and loser's final being best of five is a fucking sin. It should never be that way again. Year two, HCS team, Tashi, anybody that's listening right now, best of seven for winner's final, loser final, and grand final. Not just grand finals. Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) Even with the update to the format and the schedule, it was a damn shame that not all the series on Sunday were on main stage. Well, I personally don't have a solution to this. Um, Hopefully there will be a way in the future to better coordinate timing and scheduling to allow this to work for future events. Now I understand. I understand. Everybody had to come together last minute. It shouldn't have been last minute to begin with. This is a fucking stupid decision to begin with, but yes, I understand that they changed the format to include the third team in the pool to go to losers bracket round one, which extended out the tournament, which extended out the bracket, which extended out the time needed. I get it. I completely understand. But come on. For future events, please plan better. And it, like I said, this was a very specific situation on Championship Sunday, where because of how the because of how the format was updated last minute, that's why things weren't able to all be on main stage. I get that. It's just I hope that doesn't happen in the future. So I'm just bringing it up as a concern. I don't want it to happen in the future. Okay. And then the FFA finals not being streamed. So this was a little weird. Okay. This was a little weird. So first let's talk about what Tashi said in a tweet, in a reply to a tweet. He said, that was the original intent to stream the FFA finals, by the way. But the observer mode for FFA has some issues that we feel doesn't meet the quality bar we are looking for. Hopefully sometime next year. We did it all the time in Halo 5. Okay. Invisiblade asks, when was the FFA finals? And yes, it was Friday night. Now this is where things got weird. Okay. Dragonite, shout out, shout out Grayson, was working the FFA at the event. So after all of the series had concluded on Friday, all the people were trickling out the venue. You know, all the, everybody was going back to their hotels or Airbnbs for the night. We stayed back and we went to the, we went to the FFA area because we wanted to go say hi to Grayson and see what we were doing because we, we assumed that things were going to be winding down. Well, no. So they were still doing the FFA. And then it was decided. Now, I don't know how these decisions are made, but all I know is that it was decided that the FFA finals would be done right then and there, that we were going to do it all right then and there. There was rumors slash discussion that, oh, since it's the finals and nobody's over there, we can move it to main stage. Maybe we'll move it to main stage. Oh, we're not going to move it. Oh, we are going to move it. Oh, we're not going to move it. We're not going to move it. Okay, we're not moving it. It's going to be right here. Okay. Then... There was technical difficulty after technical difficulty after technical difficulty at station A. So they're like, fuck it. 
And they, they, they swapped out an Xbox and everything. And they said, fuck it. We're moving to station B, which is literally right next to it. So everybody get up, scoot your butts, sit down. Let's go. And uh, then the finals actually took place. The finals finished up. It was around 1030 at night on Friday night. And that was that. So there was the FFA not being streamed. And that's how the FFA finals came to be. Okay. It was like a skeleton crew of people there watching. Um, and that was that. Shout out, Bob. The booths. Will, they had booths there. This is something I want to see. Again, this is needs improvement. This is something that I want to see happen in the future at future events. It would have been great for additional team meet and greets to happen during the event. Win time allowed. Okay. Sentinels continues to do this and it's great. And they take into consideration when the team plays and they plan around that to allow for spectators, the opportunity to meet the roster and have something signed. Okay. For future events, I'd love to see this be the norm for more teams, especially teams on partnered organizations due to the existing booths for many of the said teams at events. Okay. The teams are not playing all day. So if possible, carve, carve like an hour, hour and a half out of the team schedule. If they're not playing and they have a break between matches, if you have a booth already, have them come over, announce it on, obviously it'd be preferable if it's not just on Twitter, but Sentinels was just on Twitter because, you know, you have to take into consideration what the player schedules are. And it's just an awesome way that spectators are there to see them play Halo. They're there to see your favorite players in the world play the game that you love, right? And there's so many spectators that want the opportunity to just say hi, you know, get something signed. Say, hey, I appreciate what you do. You're one of my favorite players of all time. Good luck the next of the good luck the rest of the tournament. Stuff like that. And it feels like nine times out of ten, spectators don't have that opportunity. And like I'm not I'm not trying to throw shade at the players. Like I get it. You're there to win a tournament. Like I completely understand. You're there to play the game, you're there to win a tournament. But maybe instead of just going like after your series is done, just going right back to the player area. You know, obviously go back there, chat with your team, chat with uh, what went well, what didn't go well, plan accordingly for the next series, but come out and socialize if you can. Work with the organization to have a meet and greet at your booth. It'd just be really cool. Sentinels do it. They were great. They were super nice. And people love, people love that shit. People love that shit. So I'd love to see that in the future. Let's, or actually I should say, do you have anything that needs improvement, Will? From a production standpoint, things you were seeing? Nah, not that. Okay. Yeah. Um, Uncle Pumpy, thank you for the resub. I promise I'll get to your woo in a little bit. I promise. 
Um, Beth had said something earlier about something that needs improvement as well, if I'm not mistaken. And she talks about how um, on the production side, when they do listen-ins, we could hear the massive echo of it being played in the venue too. And it was kind of annoying, but overall it was great. And as I was re-watching the grand finals, Beth, I completely understand what you're saying. I, I heard that too. I heard that too. So there's that. Let's get to the ugly. The E United in a sense situation. Oh, so Peanut, before we do that, let's get back to the needs improvement real quick. So Peanut said, while they're just consistency, sometimes the player camera work, sometimes they didn't, sometimes they flicker, sometimes they weren't there at all. It's small, but I noticed. I agree. I agree. Also, live from Dub says, better late than never. Just remembered you guys were on tonight. Hey, thank you for joining us. Welcome to the live show. Let's get to the ugly. The Ascend and E United situation. This was in pool play. E United versus Ascend. It was game five. It was Slayer on Catalyst. Here is how the game ran down. Ascend have an opportunity for a reverse sweep, initially going down 2-0 in the series to E United. And near the beginning of the game five, the score is around seven kills per team. Players on Ascend remain still, as there appears to be a technical difficulty happening. Although the game does not end, instead, the game continues on as E United win the game 50-11, to due to an Ascend team not continuing to play as a result of the supposed technical difficulty. Okay? So that's, as a spectator, that is what you were watching, right? It was on a stream that was not being casted. So, like, if you had this up on, like, I think it was the C stream or something like that, it was not being casted. It was just the gameplay that you were watching. And, yeah, so this this whole thing, this whole debacle started, right? So then Respectful of Ascend put out the following. Now, I'm going to read everything first, and then we can get to thoughts, okay? Because I want them to be heard first, and then we'll get to it. So here's respects, Respectful's message. My teammate's, game was constantly free, my teammate's game was constantly freezing, and his audio stopped working at 7-7 game 5. Okay, lines up 7-7. Oh, LVT was broadcasting it. Thank you, Invisible. I appreciate it. The admins have awarded a win to E United with us being unable to play the game. It was 3v4 and the issues were raised immediately. The admins have still issues uh, have excuse me, the admins have still issued the win without us being able to play the game 5. This is our livelihoods and it is absolutely ridiculous. I can't believe what I've just witnessed. This is the biggest load of shit I have ever seen in my entire life. Unacceptable isn't the word. I have never seen this happen in my life. I've seen full replays after somebody's equipment stopped working several times just over the course of Halo Infinite. I honestly cannot believe this. We didn't even get to play a game five and they were awarded the win for free. I'm lost for words. Literally took an admin's word who was flustered and said he didn't even see the issues. Shout out to E United for not replaying too when asked if they wanted to. Bad bad sportsmanship isn't the word. We're all the same and do the same thing, so imagine if it were you. By the way, they swapped out the faulty PC after the quote-unquote series. Okay? So respectful, this was right after. He was very heated, as you could tell in his statement. Okay? Just saying it for context. Here is HCS's response that came out. Regarding Ascend versus E-United. During game five, 
A player on Ascend caused the disconnect of his own headset. The players were instructed to continue playing while the referee supported the player in troubleshooting. The players on Ascend stopped playing and went on to lose the game. Per section 12 E and D of the HCS handbook, in the event of an issue, players are expected to immediately raise their concerns and continue to play their match unless otherwise instructed by the referee. Situations in which the administration may deem a game restart to be appropriate include but are not limited to a critical malfunction of provided equipment or the occurrence of a major bug. Because this was the player-caused issue, a restart is not appropriate and the results of the game are final. Regarding the claims of malfunctioning PC, the referees were made aware of this after the players stopped playing and stood up. As a result, the administration was unable to verify these claims. As is common practice, the administration swapped the PC despite the unverified claims out of an abundance of caution. So we've heard Ascend. We've heard HCS. Here's what Snipedown said. Snipedown playing on the United, of course. He quote tweeted the HCS statement, and here's what he said. This is what we were told after. The player caused his own headset to disconnect. The refs during the game instructed us to keep playing. The refs, the refs said that they were never made aware of PC issues until after the game was over. Otherwise, the game would have been ended. Two refs backed up this claim that it, that it came after. I don't believe a stoppage is necessary if it was player caused, and we've been instructed for years to keep playing until told otherwise. I don't think a win should have been granted, but at the end when a decision... Uh, I don't think a win should have been granted, but at the end when a decision was made, no matter what a team, no matter what a team would be upset. I don't believe we United should have been punished. If the malfunction was player caused, I've been on the receiving end of this exact issue, which cost me a tournament Spartan disconnect. I hate the situation happened at all. I truly feel for the ascend guys. And I understand the hate. I'm happy they qualified and I wish them the best. The rest of the event, they're an incredible team. And then here is what Martin Ohm said, uh, Voodoo Man, who, um, while unable to attend Worlds because of uh, Canadian visa things happening, uh, he has been an admin for multiple events in the past, and here's what he said. Admin says keep playing, you keep playing. United shouldn't have a say in the decision, so leave them out of it. Swapping a PC after a complaint about lag is common practice to not slow down the, the event. Can't comment if there should have been a replay or not, or as I was not there. Okay. So I'm probably going to get... Uh, oh, Mickwin almost also commented on it. Were you not able to post that link? That's weird. Can you... Hold on. Martin, can you just DM me on uh, Discord, please, if you wouldn't mind? Maddie. Maddie, what did I say? Said Martin. I'm sorry. Maddie Martin, you know what it is. Um, okay. Again, I'm probably going to get uh, hate on this. But first, let's... Okay. Here we go. This is what Mickwin said. Thank you, Maddie, for DMing me this. This is what Maddie said. I mean, Jesus Christ, this is what Mickwin said. Thank you. God. Quote, people are failing to understand that if you have to continue playing, that you have to continue playing through the issue so the ref can see the issue. 
From what I saw and heard, they basically just quit because they thought they'd prove the point. But it achieved nothing other than letting the team, letting the refs, other than, oh my God, Jesus Christ. Okay. From what I saw and heard, they basically just quit because they thought they'd prove the point. But it achieved nothing other than not letting the refs see any of the issues. As for the headset thing, heard from way too many people the cord came out of the bottom of the headset just enough to lose audio, which is absolutely on the player to check that. The rules are fine. I lost that. I lost like twenty thousand dollars to a controller disconnect with the same rule. Ascend just didn't seem to know what the uh, what they Ascend just didn't seem to know what they were. I'm gonna sound like a McWin Stan right now, okay? But before even reading that statement, that's exactly it. I may get lash back, uh, like clap back for this but the rules are plain and simple. You can disagree with them as much as you want, and that's perfectly fine. And I get it. Respectful was very heated in those remarks, and he was heated when HCS put out their statement. But the fact of the matter is, if the ref, if the referee says you keep playing, Will, what do you do? Keep playing. You keep playing the game. And I even said it. I went back and watched the VOD. Ascend stopped playing at the 7-7 kill mark. They just stopped. They just stood there and spawned. They stopped playing. I get it. A 3v4 fucking sucks. But McWin's right as well. They want you to keep playing so they can see the issue present itself. And if they cannot see the issue present itself because you're not playing the game, what do you expect them to do? Take your word for it? I get it. I get it. Halo Infinite is not in a great state online and yeah we've seen some decent we've seen some pretty decent disconnects on on LAN as well not good I agree with that I've criticized that so many a time but if the ref says play you play and ascend didn't play they played to the seven kill mark but then they stopped playing and it sounds like the mic thing was real as well for multiple accounts. So I, I get it. I get it. If you're upset about the situation and how it was handled from a communication standpoint, I get it. I completely understand. Justice says, is it possible that these kinds of issues were handled differently in EU and that's what's caused the not knowing the rule problem? I don't know. And, and if you ask Martin, Martin would say the same thing, right? Is that... You would expect, you know, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm speaking for you, Martin, if you're still here, but like you would expect there to be consistency between rulings because the rule book is there for a reason, right? But then again, you don't know how well-trained people are. You don't know, um, you, you, oh, Martin was an admin at the EU regional. There you go. There you go. But either way, like, oh, it is a spider. Oh, it's, it's coming down. That's a big boy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's just hanging there, dingly dangling. Chilling. Jesus Christ, that's I'm not gonna stop looking at that now. Yep. Um, that's crazy. I wonder if it comes. Oh, I, I doubt it'll come in frame, but we'll see. Uh, God, that's fucking scary. Just has had a squirrel moment, dude. I'm telling you, it was there the entire time. It was oh, there yeah, it was the up, entire it was time. Up by the light, oh God, no, it's going up! Ah, ah, it's going up! Back to the ceiling. Ah, he's like he saw us. Fuck! <laughs> go, go, go! Um. 
so keep something. No, get out of here. All right. So oh, we just dropped down again. It's crawling back up. Jeez. Oh my God. Hold on. I'm going to give me a minute guys. We're pausing the show for a second so I can kill this son of a bitch. Give me a minute. I lost it. I didn't. It's oh, right there, there it is. There it, it is. There it is. Will entertain the people. I'm killing a fucking spider. Hold on. You want me to entertain? I don't know what. Entertain. He's back. Okay, I'm gonna commentate. Josh has uh, Kleenex in his hand. Oh, he's got the box. I'm killing the spider. I have a box of Kleenex and I'm tall as shit. Natana's knocking on the door, saying she has a broom. Josh is going in for the kill. Box to ceiling, in three, Ah! and it's there. It is. It's dead hanging by it's by its own thread. Poor spider. I'm sorry you guys had to deal with that. Ah! Snagger, you know the logo isn't real. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Such violence on this show. This is what you came for. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? We kill spiders on the show live. And yes, the logo is not real. The logo is not real. It is rated 18 plus. That is correct. Yeah, that this is. Is, I, I specifically state when you come in here that this is not a kid's show. I love how everybody's blown away right now by this fucking logo. <laughs> so moving on. Moving on. The Ascendi United situation. If you, in all seriousness, if I get, if you're upset about this whole thing, I completely understand it. When I, when I first heard what was happening, I'm like, this doesn't look fucking good at all. This doesn't look good at all that when they were changing out the PC, that doesn't look good at all. Right. Spider behind you. Fuck off. (laughs) Fuck off. I'm not even right now. Fuck off. Um, but if the referee says to play, you play. Yeah. Plain and simple. That's, are you now looking for spiders? Is that what's going on right now? Just see if he twitches a little bit. Yeah, yeah, he's fucking know. dead. He's stuck up there, but he's dead. He's dead. Um, no, it, it, the situation sucks, but at the same time, Ascend should have never stopped playing. If it, especially when it was only one player on the team that was having the issue. Everybody should have kept playing. Like McQuinn said, the referee would have been able to see the issue being happening. I think it was for Sika, if I'm not mistaken. And maybe the outcome would have been different. Maybe the outcome would have been different. But the fact of the matter is, if the ref says play, you play. Uncle Pumpy says, one episode should move the logo to throw people off. No, better. One episode, we're going to get that real. Like it's going to be real and we're going to put it on the wall. And then, like, people are going to freak the fuck out. And then, speaking about issues, um, another thing that is the ugly is that the continued disconnects and technical difficulties that happened. Um, it's just a downer. It's just a downer on the whole situation. So, hopefully, things can be fixed up. You know, obviously, things take time. You never know what's going to happen, but just something that sucked. Something that sucked. So yeah, um, I, something I forgot to put in the needs improvement section is if, uh, and I, people said it in chat and then Dave said it as well in the write-up he did. 
um, they really should have raised the side screens. So there was your main, like you had your two main side screens, right? Okay. From main stage. Yeah. One left, one on the right. They really just should have raised them like a foot. Really? Yep. Because with how the seats were in the crowd, like you were sitting right like behind someone, you couldn't see the score or anything. Oh, the whole bottom yeah, was just, yeah. like basically cut off. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, it would have been, it would have been so much better just ever so slightly. You raise it like a half, a half to a foot, like six inches to a foot. You raise those screens up. I think that would have just been better, way better overall. Um, the flickering on the players cameras was so annoying. That's what I heard as well. That's what I heard as well. So, and I don't know about that PC issue, man. If it, whatever Sicko was going through, I don't know. Invisible, but Invisible Blade. I don't know, man. I don't know. All I know is that if the ref says to play, you fucking play the game. Simple. Simple as that. What an event. Just bringing it all back. What an event. To cap things off before we move on um, to the competitive news segment, to, to cap off the topic here, um, to everybody that came up and said hello, to everybody that came up and got stickers, thank you all so fucking much. Um. It was, it was awesome. Uh, I was blown away. Absolutely blown away. Uh, yes, justice. I did. I'll talk. I could talk about that in a second, but no, it was, it blew me away. You guys are all awesome. Um, all sincere, all respectful. Um, just amazing. I'm a fine guy. Your dad, um, the conversation that we had him being a teacher, my sister being a teacher as well. Like I, I completely, I feel ya. And I'm wishing him the best. Um, no, everybody was amazing. Everybody was amazing. Live from does. So buy an HS pro talk coffee couple. You sent stickers, send me your address. I'll send you. Yeah, Maddie, that interaction with the guy, Cody was funny. Had a good talk with him. Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. Cody was a good dude. Everybody was super nice. Everybody was super sincere. Um, you all made the event one of the best ever. And yes, Invisible Blade, it was, in my opinion, I think it was the best Halo event ever. It's, it made my biases coming out a little bit that I want Optic to win. But like, it, that, it, was, it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. Um, so thank you all so very much. I hope you guys had a fun time. And... I'm just super, super excited to see what year two brings. I think it's going to be great. And if this, if this event was any indication, Halo's not fucking dead from a competitive standpoint. I'll tell you that much. Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, yeah. Holy shit. What an event. What an event. Hostel. That's the question, right? <laughs> Will they fix matchmaking? That's the question. We'll have to wait and see. Also, welcome to the live show. 
Will, is there anything you want to add before we move on? Oh, um, I guess just watching from home. It was a it was a good experience, you know, minus disconnect and whatnot. But just being able to sit back, enjoy the highest level of competition, watching the teams really surprised me in what happened throughout this tournament. It was it was just exciting through and through with the upsets and the dominating performances, the players who who showed their skill when you didn't expect it. It was it was really cool to watch and yeah, definitely a great event and I'm looking forward to what season two brings. Oh, can't wait. Can't fucking wait. And luckily, we're not gonna have to wait very long. Oliver, thank you very much, man. Um thank you, Peanut as well. With that I think it's time we cap off the topic and we move on to the competitive news because year two has been teased. The HCS year two roadmap has been teased is by the HCS. First up is the optic halo invitational at the esports stadium in Arlington, Texas on December 10th and 11th, right after my birthday. The first, this preseason in-person land will be in the heart of Optic Nation. You do not want to miss it. Uh, They said that, I think it was like the top, like the best 12 teams or whatever are going to be invited. And now the question is, what does United do now that Snipedown is retired from competitive Halo? Okay. So yes, that means that is just over a month away. That is just over a month away and we're already in the preseason. Okay. And yes, Taylor, you're not wrong. Also, Brooks, I'm pretty damn sure that's you. Um, what are your thoughts on the new Taylor Swift album that released on Friday? I'd like to know your thoughts about Midnight's. They pick up Ola? No, I think Ola's I think Ola's done. I think Ola's done done. Um and on January 13th and 14th, the fine folks at Space Station will be holding a unique online event like you've never seen before. Our lips are sealed for now. So stay tuned for that. And finally, year two begins with the HCS kickoff major in Charlotte, North Carolina. That's right. We're going back to North Carolina. New maps, new meta, all new storylines to follow. February 24th through the 26th. Again, it's an open plus championship brackets in Charlotte, North Carolina. There will be HCS online qualifiers from the end of January into early February as well. And that is what you have to look forward to at the beginning of 2020, at the end of 2022 into the beginning of 2023. And Mouse, you're right. One of them being Mickwin, and I'm excited. Uh, in regard to Taylor Swift album, Taylor Swift says, I need more time with it. Some quality lyrical depth in there. Some stuff is a little mid. Overall, a solid addition to the discography. I think Speak Now, Taylor's version is probably next, and I'll be extremely pleased then. Thank you for coming to my tech talk, TED Talk. Uh, and Snag says Taylor Talk. That is true. Uh, I want 1980, um, 1989 to come out next. That is what I want. I want 1989 Taylor's version, please. And thank you. And that thank you for coming to my Taylor talk. So that's that. 
You think Send will change their team now with their lowest placing ever? I do not know, Overkill, but we're going to save that discussion for another time. We'll save that discussion for another time. That's it for the competitive news. Your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by noobcabo.com. Taylor uh, says lethal retirement. No, he is not retiring. He has come out and already said that. Literally like yesterday, the day before he came out and said that he is not retiring. So no. Check out noobcabo.com for all your Halo esports needs. And maybe buy some Maddie merch as well. And Maddie, you said you met the guy that had the other new combo hat. Hell yeah. There was a guy that I saw multiple times. Like once I saw him once, I saw him all the fucking time around the event. And he was like, he was wearing a new combo hat as well. So that was really cool. Daily tournaments, Z league, daily tournaments and first blood daily tournaments are happening on Saturday, October 29th. We have the TK halo three team slayer four V four draft tournament and the SWAT nation. SWAT Oween four V four as well. Fun fact. Um, Tony, why not be reckless? AKA why not be casting? AKA a kind of freaking big deal. If you don't know, now, you know, he will be casting that event. And for those who don't know, that is basically where he got his start with casting was with SWAT nation events. And then Sunday, October 30th, we have the tempest and gaming Halloween, 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 one V one tournament. Those are taking place. That's it. For the upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCobb.com. Check out NoobCobb.com for all your Halo Esports needs. Invisiblade says, I'm headed out. First time catching the live show here. We'll rewatch the YouTube on tomorrow. Appreciate you, Invisiblade. Enjoy your night and have a great one. And thank you for tuning in. Well, what do we got next? Rustermania! little bit of roster mania news already mm. right after worlds mm. we'll start off with kit bash they're releasing scoobmeister on twitter he has the contract signing gif yep. so we'll see what happens there yes indeed uh trunks jeff announces free agent heading into hs year two he's finally gonna fucking compete yes good shit jeff let's go King J put out a statement unrestricted free agent for season two. Still a small chance. We stay with native, but keeping my options open either way, DMS are open. So he's looking to see what's out there. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, King Shop- daddy Shopify rebellion released explosive and cherish. So they are no longer on the team. Yep. And then the big news from today <laughs> that big was news. Put, yeah, was a shock to everybody. Snipe down retires from competitive Halo. Um, there was a straight ripping montage by Zola for that. Well, this was a long time ago. A long time. I, ago. I put it in the show notes because it's still the best montage I've ever seen. I thought it was in relation to that. No, I thought, well, I mean, I thought he it's was like, like a reminiscing moment. I thought he was right? like, oh, never mind. No, 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 no. This this was the straight ripping Halo Halo Three montage from way back in the day. I put it in the show notes. Go watch it. It's great because it's amazing and. You know, snipe down. There you go. There you go. And then um, he announced his return to Apex with FaZe. Yes. So FaZe will now have an official Apex team. Yep. And that I was surprised that video has one team member. They're looking for their third still. Yes, they're so still looking for their third. We'll see who it is. Indeed. But uh, 
to Eric Rona Snipedown. Been one of my favorites to watch ever since you hopped onto the scene. Um, it was an it was an honor and a pleasure saying excuse me to you when I was trying to get around you on Sunday. So, and you did it with a smile on your face. Thanks, Eric. <laughs> it's the only interaction I had with him. Um, but no, Eric, you were. I mean, you are one of the best controller FPS players of all time. And we've already seen what you can do on Apex. So it's like you're just heading back home. Like, let's be real. You're heading back to your home away from home. And the things you've been able to do competitive Halo were awe-inspiring. And I'm excited to see what you do in Apex. Officially now. Officially. You know? It's going to be a good time. Oh, I, that's Peanut. You you remind me. I was asked about the Papa Lucid situation. So yeah, I met him. Uh, this is Saturday. We know it was Friday because of pools, I think. But uh, I just said fuck it. I'm gonna. I saw. I saw him in. I I'm like I thought he'd be in the front row. I think I saw him his jersey in the front row, and I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm going up there. And I, I just go to him. I tap him on the shoulder. He turns around. And I'm like, hey, I, I'm Josh. He's like, from HDS Pro Time. I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, it's me. I'm like, oh, shit. No fucking way, dude. Um, yeah, it is him. Um, and the funniest thing is, it, like, so I, I, I told him, like, I had I had um, things that I, I, I wanted to say to him um, leading up to that moment. And so I, I was able to share with him the things that I had that I wanted to share and um, everything, everything seemed, everything was cool. Right. Every, he was great. He was awesome. And that was that. And I went back to my seat. Then I ran into lucid later and I'm like, Hey, I just want to give you a heads up that like the, the, the dad thing was real and it was fucking hilarious. And I'm like, I, your dad's really sweet. And um, I think he raised an incredible, individual and obviously rooting for you in the rest of the tournament. So it was, it was so funny. It was so funny. I could not believe it was him. And then later on, I'm like championship Sunday. I see his dad in the bathroom and, uh, like I, I didn't like bomb rush him in the bathroom or anything like that, but like we crossed paths again and he looked and he's like, and we, yeah, we communicated again. It was really funny. It was just so fucking funny. But yeah, that was actually him. And uh, he wasn't lying. He was he was here that day. And that's his dad. So <laughs> just what the fuck? Um, is that it for Roster Mania? <laughs> that's it for Roster Mania. Okay. Good shit. Um Tournament, oh, scrim recaps. I don't have anything to discuss because, you know, it's fuck. It worlds just happened, so nobody's scrimming anymore. Uh, Will, would you mind going through the tournament league recaps that happened over the last week? Yeah. Um, we'll start off. Is it Gonsep? Sure. Go NC3P. Uh, in Halo Comunidad, Espana, FFA tournament results in, we'll just run through them. Eighth place went to Sam Fisher. Seventh, Leon Duff. Six El Hades, a one. Fifth went to Abigo Deco. Fourth went to Groslu. Third, Demon. Second, 
Pluma, and first over Azel. Next tournament here, League, League Trolley and LVT Worms Championship. Um, in fourth place was Washed Up, which included employee Sargoth uh, Krilzy and Bid Teaches. Third went to Incognito, Piggy, Carmea, Mines, and Aperture. Second was Team Crazy, Johan MC, Pool, Guardian, and Resorts. And first went to Young and Cracked, Eli Elite, uh, Hativ, Avenue, and Common. Thank you very much for running through those. Yeah, and that's it. Justice, you're right. Scrims don't matter. That's what I'm talking about. An overkill says, dude, I can't be allowed to meet the pro players. My body would just literally shut down. Build that confidence up. Go say hi. That's all you got to do. All you got to do is say hi. Simple as that. Simple as that. Need to get a father-son 2v2 event. <laughs> Fucking Spartan, his dad versus Lucid and his dad. That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. All right. Well, let's get into some regular news. So the Haworth or Hayworth, I forget how to pronounce it. Uh, the Halo Fern gaming chair is officially available to pre-order now. Um, yes, it starts at $1,500. No, I'm not going to go on my rant again. Um, if you don't want to spend $1,500 on an office chair, that's not, that's perfectly fine. It's not for you. Um, but yes, office chairs can be expensive. The thing that I am, I mean, I was excited for the chair anyway, but this I'm really excited for too. They announced it during the world championship, the Adidas Halo Infinite NMD V3. They're coming out with fucking shoes. So just revealed at Halo World Championship, the Adidas Halo Infinite NMD V3 dropping November 5th at adidas.com and select retailers globally. And the fun fact about those shoes, Will's looking at the picture right now. The, uh, one of the trick, one of the Twitch drops, like those shoes are inspired by one of the Twitch drops that happened. Oh, really? Yeah. The on track, the on track, on uh, track. nameplate and, and uh, coding. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty fucking cool. Pretty fucking cool. Oh my God. Scott says, why buy a halo chair when I can sit in my child size warthog? So Scott, since you mentioned it, I'm going to mention it on the show as well. So they had like the miniature warthog there, right? That yeah. you can buy at Walmart. It had a QR code on it that you could scan. Scott told me this. There's a QR code on it that you could scan. You could be brought directly to Walmart's site and buy the warthog. Well, Scott bought it. So oh <laughs> Will, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. And this isn't to throw shade at Scott because I find this fucking hilarious. How much do you think that warthog costs? It is a Power Wheels-esque like warthog, right? It's meant for children. It's a two-seater. 300 bucks. 500 bucks. 800 bucks. I think it was like 550, wasn't 550, it? 550, okay, okay. 550, wasn't it, Scott? I'll post, I'll post a picture of how big the box is in the Discord. It's unbelievable. My wall can't handle what I did to it again. Oh, Oliver says the box of the warthog is the size of our couch. That's fucking in it's just insane. It's just insane. Um, but yeah, that, that's how much that fucking warthog was. It's Scott fucking bought one. Love it. That's dedication right there. Scott's like, what the fuck is this office chair, dude? The fuck is this? Nah, got my warthog. Um, so I love it. I love it. Overkill says, ah, yes, just go up and talk to your heroes, what you dream of being able to uh, compete with against one day. It's that simple. It is that simple though. It is literally that simple. All you have to do is go say hi. Just go say hi. Um, 
But yeah, the chair's available right now. The the shoes are going to be available on November 5th. I'm excited about that. And then if you like Halo books, well, Kelly Gay has announced a new Halo novel. It's called uh, Halo Epitaph. Yes, one of the worst Halo 3 maps is now being transitioned into a novel. And that's a joke because that's not actually what's happening. It's a book about the didact. So there you go. 343 Industries expands partnership with Limitless Solutions through new Halo Infinite and Halo Reach prosthetic sleeve designs. It's by Tobias Osterhog, uh, 343 Industries Operations and Communications PM. Um, I'm not going to read through the article, but just know that the shit is awesome. But what, that's what they're doing. And you can go read the article. The link is in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. Justin, you have literally no idea what you're talking about, about Epitaph. Halo Infinite Winter Update Overview by Halo. Um... It's a, it's a video. You can go check that out. And uh, from Sketch, uh, PSA, the Winter Update 30 tier free battle pass will be permanent. It does not expire or go away. Match XP will be the main driver of any active pass, including unfinished tiers from Season 1 or Season 2. We'll have more info on progression in the pass itself as we get closer to November 8th. Um, see you later, Justice. Have a great night. Maps and mode winter update overview by Halo Infinite. If you watch the video, you're going to be disappointed because it's fucking short. And that is a giant ass box. Jesus Christ. Look how happy Scott is in that picture. Look how, look, look how fucking Wonderful. stoked he is. Like, holy moly. Love it. Um, Justin is about to get slapped in the chat right now. He fucking did SpongeBob ass meme. Okay, construct is good. You're like riding lifts 80% of your gameplay. Sure. Hey, Justin, only bad people play the fucking lifts, bro. Jesus. Fucking shit, Halo 3 player you are. Good lord. I like Epitaph. Oh my god. <laughs> I like not being able to get to the top portion of the map, except for a lift. Oh, fuck me. The fuck out of here. Spastic Gorilla with the sub. I'll give you a woo in a little bit. I appreciate you. Welcome to the live show. And for the record, I'm just giving Justin shit. I think he's awesome. Okay. And for the record, I think Justin's go goalie sniper is amazing. Like, just, <laughs> just says guy start guy gets champs in a Halo Three throwback and starts acting like a world champ. Yo, champ eighty eight, bitch, get on my level. The one Halo Five playlist I get champ rank in is Halo Three throwback. Yeah, I'm gonna throw shade at that motherfucker. Are you kidding me? Fuck epitaph. Maps ass. You know what maps might not be ass though? Let's talk about Argyle. Set within the narrow corridors of a UNSC vessel. Argyle comes to Halo Infinite as one of the first multiplayer maps to, build, to, be, to be built entirely within Forge. This tight, indoor, symmetrical map makes for a competitive arena environment that showcases merely a fraction of what the Forge tool is capable of. And I think it has two snipers. Detachment. Also built entirely within Forge, Detachment comes to Halo Infinite as an all-new symmetrical arena map. Set atop a rocky outcropping, this once-abandoned UNSC research facility is composed of indoor 
and outdoor environments, providing opportunities for dynamic combat that suits a variety of game modes and play styles, featuring some mo-fucking man cannons and a rocket in the middle island so you can contest that shit. And then you have probably one of the dumbest fucking modes I've ever heard of in my lifetime, Covert One Flag. Covert One Flag joins Halo Infinite as a unique variant of One Flag CTF because God knows we needed a variant on that shit. This, in this round-based mode, attackers and defenders swap sides as they battle for control of a single flag because that's how One Flag works. Asymmetric team loadouts equip attackers with active camo to help sneak their way past enemy defense while defenders pose threat sensors. They possess threat sensors to help spot the intruders. The team who wins the majority of rounds wins the match because that's how the game works. All right. Taylor, I hope you enjoy. What I think is funny is how they did not talk about the weapons that you get. Oh, the camo have sword. Yeah. And the and the other guys have fucking plasma uh whatever they're called. The pulse, pulse carbines. Pulse they have pulse carbines. carbines, yeah. Yep. Yeah, less fun is right. Sandy Sultanus, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Um So yeah. There you go. Winter update, a couple weeks away. Get excited. I'm excited. And that's it for the regular news. Cut of the game to watch! The Call of Duty League regular season has been announced. This is by the Call of Duty League. Major 1 will be happening from December 15th through the 18th. Major 2 will be the Boston Breach Land Tournament February 2nd through the 5th. The Optic Texas Major 3, March 9th through 12th. The New York Subliners Major 4, April 13th through the 16th. Major 5, the Toronto Ultra Major 5, May 25th through the 28th. And Championship Weekend will be whenever the fuck they decide it's going to be. And that's that. That's it for Cotton of the Games Watch. It's time for Wheels Adventures with the Lovers. And no other games too. What you play this week? All I've played is Infinite. Um, nice. Yeah, just felt like getting some games and watching a tournament always makes me want to play. So hopped on and got, I don't know, did some challenges. There you go. Got the stance, the pointing stance. I get to point at people. Good shit. If I win. <laughs> That's it. That's all I played. And uh, I would ask you what you played, Josh, but. I didn't play anything because Worlds. Worlds. Um, I will say, though, that I think the the ultimate, the, the ultimate for this week in Infinite being like that red visor looks pretty cool. Yeah, I definitely so, want to go for it. There you go. It looks pretty cool. That's, that might be a decent reward. And now you can use them on all the cores. So that's kind of cool. There's that. Will, let's get into some shout outs. Brain fart on where the button was. It's okay. Overkill says Halloween falls on a Monday this year. So how spoopy can Josh get next episode? How spoopy are we going to get? Oh God, I didn't even think about that. I forgot to, to be completely honest with you. Oh shit. We got five days. 
Shit. I need to figure out when we're going trick-or-treating. I got to figure that out. Fuck, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it might be postponed, Justin. Shit, I didn't even think. I'm sorry. I didn't even think about that. Hmm. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. See, there's the Tata. We're not trick-or-treating. We are. Don't worry. We are. We are. The woos are coming, Peanut. The woos are coming. Um, For those who tuned in for the majority of the show or just tuned in for the, uh, for the topic, whatever it may be, thank you. I appreciate you. I have a lot of follows and subs to get through. You're going to hear a lot of woos, um, so stay tuned. But first, um, so if you don't want to hear me woo, leave and come back. But, you know, just hang out. It's a fun time. Shouts, uh, happy belated birthday to Flame Sword, and then happy birthday today to Coach Callis, Cardinal Redbird, and Command Station. Happy birthday to all of you. Um, congratulations to Royal One and his fiance on their announced engagement. That is so fucking cool. Um, and then shout out Royal One as well. Shout out all the coaches out there. Don't get enough praise. Shout out to you all. Just want to say that too. Shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. Um, I'm going to back up a smidge. And here we go. I'll do the follows first and then I'll do the subs, obviously. So, Barry Boy 87. Robert, uh, Bet- uh, Beto Gala, Rolo, oh my God, Rolo Vibritania, Moist Wanted, great name. And yes, Overkill, Hoaxer's amazing as well. He listens, by the way, fun fact. Shout out Hoaxer, shout out Alumni as well. Um, J Will, Dynastyle, or Diastyle, I apologize, Fire Ninja, um, Tone, Tone a Tail, The Hulk, Bricks Fall, Duncan Joker, The Real PD Gaming, N Mods, Invisiblade, um, Tone Tail the Champion. Oh God. Uh, I, I'm just going to say Bot Ninja, One Shot, Ender, Man of Steel, Cobalt Oracle, A Oliver, Oh my God, you already told me what the name was and I already forgot. Um, Hybrid. It was hybrid. I got it. It was hybrid. Sandy Sultanas, thank you all so very much for the follows. Greatly appreciated. Let's get to the Subarinos. Are you guys ready for this shit? Because here we fucking go. All right. Beth, do you want to count them up for me so I can just like say what they are first and then we'll do the woos? 45. 45? 45. All right. 45? If you include the gifted? Yeah. 45 total. 45? What's up, Garrett? Welcome back. It's okay, man. It's all good. Go watch the VOD. (laughs) <laughs> Go watch the VOD. Beth with the one, uh, Beth with the resub for 30 months. Brian with the 27 month resub. Um, Snag with the 20 gifted. Burt Bulbane with the five gifted. Voodoo with the gifted. Uh, Snag with the gifted. Oh, you guys are fucking, st- oh my God. Uh, okay. 50. 50? Okay. Fuck. Uh, 
Will with the 10 gifted, Maddie with the uh, 10 month resub. Jesus Christ. Do you want it? You can turn that down if you want. Uh, Winkler with the four month resub, Jurdius with the gifted sub, Uncle Pumpy with the five month resub, Spastic Gorilla with the new sub, Bound uh, SR with the, uh, with the new sub, and Spastic coming out with five gifted subs as well. Get ready. ready to go? Oh, no. Here we go. Uh, you said 50? The, yeah, 50. Get them ready in chat. All right. Do you want to like. Oh, they're, they're already going. All right. Here we go. Do I need to like count? You can go ahead if you want to. Shit, okay. I, I challenged you motherfuckers. You brought it. What a fucking phenomenal show. Let me just say before I start this, thank you all so much for tuning in. It's been a pleasure. You guys are amazing. And yeah, that's that's really all I got to say. The, the love and support has been incredible. And uh, we love all of you guys, even if regardless of subs, if you follow, if you lurk, whatever it is, thank you so much. Here we go. Woo! 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 That's 20. 20. That's 40? I kind of got lost in there, but I was like 39, 40-ish, yeah. Oh, it's 40? Sounds like police siren. We'll slow things down for the last 10, huh? All right, last 10, sure. Woo! 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 It's five. That's five. Five more, baby. Hold on. <coughs> little dab cough there for you. Oh, shit. All right. Oh, man. Woo! 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 Beautiful. Thank you. 50 fucking woos. There you go. Uh, Thanks for the subs. Taylor Swift said sounds like police sirens. It wouldn't surprise me. Once we got fast, it was like, wee woo. Well, Patrick woo there. <laughs> Spastic gorilla. Oh, fuck. Oh, five oh, more? Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Uncle Puppy with the five more gifted and, ta and fucking Taylor with the gifted. Fuck. All right. What are you guys doing? Natana, get ready. Here comes six more. Woo! 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 There it is. There you go. 50 woos in 59 seconds. I expected fast. You go fuck yourself, Justin. Spastic with the fuck. With another five. Woo! Uh, woo! 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 I'm so sorry, audio listeners. We can retire. Like, we'll, we'll be able to retire off the amount of subs we're getting. Jesus Christ. You guys are insane. Thank you so much. What the fuck is happening? Holy moly. You guys are amazing. Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, I should have probably turned my headset down. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, Anybody that got a gifted sub. Fucking please say thank you to those who were uh, gifted it to you. Um, Uncle Pumpy, nah, man, you guys are the best. You guys are the best. We're just here. We're just here to chat. And I'm just here to scream in a microphone. Clearly. That's what I did today. <laughs> no, you guys are awesome. Yes. Um, wow. Oh, That's wow. Yeah, incredible. Wow. That's incredible. 
I can't say anything else. Like I've literally nothing else to say. Um, man, <laughs> community creations, right? Yeah, I get yeah. It, yeah. Halo memes every day. Reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Halo memes. Go check those out. Halo LFG app has been announced. This is by Archer Bloodshot. He says, from the creators of Halo.API, here comes the first looking for group app for Halo Infinite. It's called Playdates GG. Create, search, and join Xbox groups easily from your PC and mobile. It's excellent for organizing lobbies and game schedules with your friends. Try it. Again, Playdates.gg. The Crucible Ascension, HTS Orlando by G1. Um, These are all... Uh, documentaries, by the way. Phase Spartans, HTS Orlando, the Halo documentary by Phase. Eclipse, episode four, the final piece, HTS Orlando documentary by United. And How We Became Halo Champions, the process by Optic. Go check all of those videos out. And Snag, fuck you. I love you, but no. Um, Yeah, you guys are way too fucking nice. Will. Yeah. Believe it or not, that's all I got. <laughs> that's it, huh? That's all I got for the show um if you wouldn't if you wouldn't mind doing me a big favor and plug in said show you can find us on all your favorite podcast services search for hcs pro talk we're on itunes podbean stitcher spotify and others as well podcast like yeah leave us a review and let others know about the show not an ad uh if you'd like to join the discord join the community discussion link is provided in the google doc of the show notes of the show exclamation point discord and chat for the live show listeners or on our Twitter, there's a link tree there. Link to the Discord's included. It's free. Just go check it out. Uh, speaking of Twitter, we're on Twitter, twitter.com slash HCSProTalk. We have an Instagram and Facebook too, but haven't really updated those much lately. If you want to check out the VODs, they're on YouTube, youtube.com slash HCSProTalk. There's some interview series on there as well. There are. Oh, uh, stay tuned. Okay. Stay tuned for November, folks. I'm going to have fun. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> I don't know what Josh is referring to. He's apparently got something planned I'm unaware of. Uh, it's, it's, it's the, you'll see. Um, I'll tell you literally right after this. If you'd like to watch the live show, come catch us on Twitch at HCS Pro Talk there. Right here. If you'd like to go to hcsprotalk.com, there's some things there. There's a link to our merch in the top right corner. You can get some stickers or a coffee mug. There's shirts. Go check it out. Yeah. It's got the, the champion one we ran at one point for a month. I think it was a month, right, that yeah, we just ran it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then don't forget about the fine folks over at Podcast Evolve. Make sure to check out EvolvedHalo.com. Your home for Halo. They have great shows such as Podcast Evolve, Mission Debrief, Halo TV Plus, Books Club, Build With Blocks, Halo Headlines, and Halo Gear Guide. Great people, great shows. Go check it out. And Josh, that's a... Yes. Uh, it's a close to the world's post show. Yeah. A close to an HCS season. Yeah. Let's close out the show. All right. Man, with that buildup, I don't even know what the fuck to say anymore. Um, <laughs> Man. All right. Again, if you were tuning in live for the live show, thank you all so very much for being here. I can't say it enough. And I know I sound like a broken record, but I mean it. Um. You guys taking out of, taking time out of your busy schedules to be here live means a ton. And to those that are watching the YouTube version, the VOD, those checking out the audio version of the show, thank you all so much too, because yes, it does fucking mean a lot um, to take time out of your busy weeks where we don't do 
like 15, 30 minute shows, right? We're here for at least a couple hours each week. And you guys taking the time to watch or listen means the world. Um, to those gifting out subs like crazy, those lurking, following, whatever it may be, you guys are amazing. Um, I literally don't know what else to say. Uh, what a first year for the HCS it's been. We've had our ups, our major ups. We've had our downs. Um, we've had our controversies, right? But we move forward, right? We always move forward. We always find a way to move on. We always find a way to get better as a community, as a scene, as a league. Always find a way to move on and be better. And can't wait to see what HCS season two brings. It's going to be incredible. If the competition was the way it was in this world championship, then we only have incredible things to look forward to in season two. Because the competition's only going to get better. We have folks coming out of retirement and Nated. We have folks that finally had the ability to compete because they weren't able to before because either they worked on the game themselves like a McWin or they're part of the pro, uh, the forerunner program, right? This year's going to be insane. Can't wait to see what happens. Guys, ladies and gentlemen, um, to close things out for us in this episode, like I said, it's just part of main stage went never. Uh, they, they, they won't allow that. Um, thank you all so much for being here. Um, thank you all so much. If, you, if it's your first time, if you've been here since the beginning, whatever it may be, we all have our criticisms about Halo Infinite, right? We all do. But we all love this scene. And the thing that I love most about this community is that we're all respectful that we all engage in conversation and we help to build each other up, right? We don't tear each other down. Even in the heat of controversy and everything like that, you all have been amazing. And that's the, that's the, that's like all I could ever ask for. So thank you all from the bottom of my heart for simply being around. We got really, we got some big things planned for the new year. Okay. We're not going anywhere. Let's be real. We're not going anywhere. We got some big things planned for the new year. And I got some cool things planned for November. Okay. That I, I thought I told you about Will, but I guess not. I'll tell you shortly. Um, guys, we'll be back next week to have a spooky show. <laughs> whatever, whatever that entails, we'll be back next week to have a spooky show. And uh, we'll have some fun because um, it'll be Halloween. And who the fuck knows what's going to happen now? Who knows? And Bound, thanks for the sub. Thank you for joining. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for us. We'll catch you next week. Hopefully, normal time, Monday evening, 7 p.m. Central, roughly. But not next week because Halloween. Right, not next week. Shit, I'm sorry, because of Halloween. Maybe Tuesday. And I hate to say this because it's really a great place to find it, but if you're not in the Discord, make sure you're following on Twitter because that is where we post our updates. Okay? That is where we post our updates. So there's that. We'll be back next week. 
talk about more things and have a spooky show. But until then, bye-bye.